I guess we can just play it by ear, <laughs> as they say. You mean like listen and I'll see fix what it, it see what if it sounds, it sounds like best. If we can ever get our guests to say anything, yeah, I'm just listening with my ears. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm trying to listen from my heart. Listen, <laughs> listen. Wait, laugh without listen. Laugh without smiling. Yeah, can you laugh without smiling, Brad? Huh. Nice. Okay, so tell us about that wine, because that has to be opportunity number one, and I'll go get the opener. Yeah, go get the opener so we can actually open this. This is a Bell Gloss Pinot Noir from Clark and Telephone. It's a 2014 Santa Maria Valley varietal. Yeah. And this shit's like the real deal. This is the same winemaker that makes the acclaimed Camus wine. So you've had this before? No, I've not had this you have before. Not. You have not. I actually just got this delivered today. Really? Yeah. It's all dipped in wax, like Maker's Mark or something. It is. That's pretty fancy. Yeah. Huh. That's why they sell it for so much, so they can put the wax on there. <laughs> yeah. It's really expensive wax. <laughs> yeah, they just poured some Boone's Farm in here. Recorked it, waxed it. What's wrong with Boone's Farm? So, yeah, this is actually a serious thing because on the back, they show the soil it was made in, the climate, elevation, the season, the growing season, average high temperature, and the French oak barrel aging time. Which is... I just care about the last one. Nine months. Oh. Yeah. Nine months in there. There's a a nice, tasty little wine baby inside. Yeah. It's a good gestation. I'm excited about that. (laughs) I'll have to, like, go back and listen because I couldn't really hear what you were saying about it. Can you not hear me? I can. I can now, but I was just downstairs getting you that corkscrew. (laughs) (laughs) No, I could not hear you then. Hey, we're starting early. Yeah. It's 7.58 right now. So this is just bonus. For all those people complaining (laughs) that we go for too long, Andy. (laughs) Did he complain about that? Yeah, he was like, you got to make it shorter. It takes me all week to get through it. I'm like, that sounds like not Sounds like a perfect amount of time. We do this every week, right? (laughs) Yeah. You could basically always be listening to us. (laughs) If we did it every day and it was four hours, that would be hard to keep up with. (laughs) It would. Brad, have you listened to all of these? I've listened to every single one. You listen to quite a few podcasts. Quite a few. He asks me every fucking week who the guest is going to be. <laughs> except for I'm, this week. Yeah, except for this week. He <laughs> spoiled it. Uh, some clacking on. Clicky clacky. Oh, some drink sounds. Nice. Oh, yeah. That's smooth. Oh, is this for me? That is. So I can't believe it, but this is episode seven of the Brumblecast. Man. That's one for every day. Of the week. So now we were just talking about that, but you could indeed. Thank you, Brett. Uh, you could indeed uh, 
listen to one every day <laughs> and not stop. Yeah. And not repeat yourself except for once a week. Which which day of the week would you be, Brad? Which day of the week would I be? Yeah. Yeah, if you if you were a day of the week. No, I'd have to say today, Thursday, really. Yeah. Because you're, you're you're almost to the weekend and you're you're excited to finally be able to relax, but that tension's still there. Yeah. You know, you gotta get your shit done before you can get home. Yeah. So what day would you be? <laughs> Me? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, I don't know. I like I like that illustration that Brad has. But I don't know. Oh, you're. I have a third stool. Should you? Should we require it? Hey, it's Brad's birthday. Brad's birthday to you. Hey, thanks, guys. Twenty eight. Twenty eight. Happy twenty eighth birthday, Brad. And it's Worms' thirtieth. Yeah. Happy birthday, Worms. Well, that's fucking delicious. Oh, man. Wow. Yeah, you like that? Yeah. You know, we were going to talk about wine tonight. We can get started with the tasting profile, if you want to explain to people oh, what what your mouth feels. Um, the first thing that hit me was, like, fruit. But I wouldn't call this a fruit bomb, because it's almost kind of dry at the end. But I don't say, like, raspberries. Um, but... That the oak flavor, like oak whiskey, or you know, oak bourbony, yeah, type. If you actually like, smell you. in the glass, you can. Yeah, I didn't. It's pretty distinct. I didn't really get in there with it, but yeah, man, that's good shit. It's real good. Yeah, not not bad for two years old. Yeah. Well, how long an aged in a French? Cask for nine months. Did they count that? Yes. <laughs> oh, because it could be like, like the nine months that it started, like it was put in the cask. That could have been when they put the the date on it, and then it could actually have been later, or it could have been earlier. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, me either. So Brad made the longest Google Doc to date. Not only is it the longest one, it's like the most dense. I know. Like, I'm excited. Yeah. This, really this, this is essentially real shit. There's the some same, real shit on there. The same way that I type every day for <laughs> note taking, just and in bullet list and tasking. Yes, my life is a bullet list. It's om. It's it's om. It's uh, omnigraph. Omni focus style. Mm-hmm. It's getting things done. Yeah. The style. GTD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Brad and I have had many a conversation about uh, uh, productivity. Yeah, productivity and shit like that. It's actually well, but, interesting in a very technical way. Yeah, I've always been awful at note taking. Like, I, I learn, I learn more and retain more just by like listening and engaging. Yeah, and note taking has always hindered that for me. Do you think it's because you like don't know how to yeah, do well, it? That's another thing. Is like, I have the kind of personality where if I can't organize something in a very efficient way, like right off the bat, then I just kind of scrap the whole thing. I'm like, I don't want to just throw a bunch of like sentences and bullet lists and have it look all shitty and feel all convoluted. Well, that that's the thing. It doesn't yeah. need to be yeah. perfect. You just need to get it written down. Yeah, no, that's that's true, and that's that's something I and like that. Yeah, every time I start something, it starts 
shitty. Yeah. And then you start finding structure in it. And you're yeah. Like, oh, this goes with this and whatever. You create. Yeah. And I've, I've actually been learning that a lot. Like we'll go visit factories and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just, I just write things the entire time and I'm asking questions and I get back to the office and I have to, I have, I typically have to draft all those notes up yeah. to show like directors and VPs and be like, look, this is what this factory's like that we went to take a look at. And so then it becomes structured, but that's more like the second go around. Nice. But yeah. Yeah. I see. I, the thing is, is I almost, I, I'd maybe not, I, I like never read my notes later. <laughs> <laughs> like when I'm done with them. Yeah. Well, I mean, I like, might, okay, I wrote this down so I could forget <laughs> it. I can come back and get it later. Yeah. And then yeah. later it comes, but you never come back and get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, well, maybe not. Like the percentage of things I have to reference later of the notes I yeah. take is low, but I I think the act of taking I take more value in the act of taking notes. Anyway, this is fucking weird to talk about. But <laughs> anyway, we we should just like first off talk about the weather. I think. Well, there's there's something before that. Oh, there is. There? Which yeah, I, I, I don't I, I don't question. know. Brian, did you did you bring a guitar? No, <laughs> no. There's one right there. Oh. I'm what feeling a little patriotic. On I don't my know bir- what this is. Birthday. What is this link? Here, let's Did see. you not watch this? No, I didn't. Okay, well, get the guitar and start playing. Why don't we listen to it? <laughs> is, is it uh, this? Is this Brian playing? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, Brian's getting plugged in here. So this just you know, I, I, I'd like I'd like to hear our national anthem <laughs> on our on my birthday. Nick Jonas up there? It is. The <laughs> um, <laughs> camera's shaking because the guy's Every note is staccato. Just really, <laughs> just. gotten really good. Thank you. (laughs) Just ends with that nonstop trill. Thanks, Brian. You're welcome. I worked really hard on that. Yeah. There's some. Who let him do that? Dude, I've seen worse. Like, one, I think. one of his friends was like, "Dude, you know that national anthem you were playing at your house? Oh yeah, yeah. he could totally he totally play that before the basketball game Friday." Yeah, to- totes. <laughs> Terrible. Totes McCones. Yeah, that's that was that was good. Thank you, Brian, for playing for bringing <laughs> your guitar. Yeah, yeah. That, that was probably the best birthday present <laughs> I've ever received. You've had some shitty birthdays. <laughs> uh, yeah, with lots of shit. <laughs> and then uh so next on down the list is peaking the subject of peaking are, are, are you talking about china 
Peking China Peking, or, or Peking House or Peking microphones. Peaking microphones. It's not too peaky lately. No. I've got the. I've got like the one. It's just a Garage Band. So I, I could maybe just use a second to talk about our setup up here for those of you who haven't been up here. Yeah. I've got uh, this this uh, mixer, this fourteen channel mixer that we bought with Lactose funds. Oh, it was gosh. really our only purchase, other than like paying for our recordings. Mm-hmm. I think we ever bought. Like literally, I think it's the only thing. Besides our recording, any microphones we, or anything? I think maybe a mic stand. I don't know. We yeah. borrowed a lot of stuff from Gordon Kinney and yeah. Schweitzer. Yeah. <laughs> um. So anyway, there's this mixer and our microphones plugged plug into that, and then it goes out two channels into a uh, little USB interface, and I'm recording GarageBand, and I'm just using the uh, narration vocal preset. And uh, yeah. I the thing that's new is I have my windows machine also piped in. So that's how we were able to listen to videos. Not you mean the live feed from Brian? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, it's not that podcasting's like really easy to like do as yeah. far as like setup. And I'm surprised more people don't. And you do don't it. even have and to have good content. Yeah. <laughs> Most Especially people now. don't. Yeah. <laughs> I listen to a lot of bad, like, well, there's a lot of bad episodes of a lot of good podcasts. But anyway, Tim. One thing Tim Ferriss always tells his guests is like, you should do like do a podcast because all you need is a microphone. Yeah, and he's spun off like probably ten yeah, different people. I, I listen to a little bit of Tim Ferriss. He's a little out there for me. Yeah, little little woo woo. Yeah, true story. Yeah, I I, w- I will say <laughs> though one of the latest podcasts I listened to him, he was advertising those uh, energy bars. Made with crickets. I think, oh. I, I think I actually made you try it. I You made me try one of those? Yeah. I don't remember eating crickets. Perhaps. Well, you wouldn't because it doesn't taste like crickets. Oh. They create flour out of the crickets by mashing them up together, and they use that flour instead of the uh, usual. Um, and and yeah, well, no, listen to Tim Ferriss. He has a lot of good points about it. Yeah. Um, about I, how it's sustainable, how it actually has more protein per ounce than, you know, other kinds of energy bars. So, Hway. More than Hway. Hway. Yeah, Hway. More, more than Hway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I always skip the ads at the beginning. Like, I know his are always like five minutes. I know Nerdist always has seven minutes of ads. Joe Rogan usually has like 15 minutes ads. Well, see, I I feel compelled when listening to podcasts to hear the ads because the majority of the content is from startups like Dan Carlin was a startup. All of these small podcasts, they don't have any revenues for funding because, you know, the hosting's fucking them. The media's fucking them, you know. What else are you going to do? Ask for donations. Yeah. Well, so I, I donate to Dan Carlin after every episode I hear because when he puts out a four-hour episode. Yeah. Uh, you a know. Buck a, a buck a show. Yeah. I do that too. But I, I, I don't listen to the ads just because they're so lengthy and they put them at the beginning and I'm like in the car like ready to listen to something. All right. Yeah. And I have right. so many – like so much volume of podcasts to get yeah. through. But it, it is a good point. Like you should – Figure out a way to support them, but that cricket thing <coughs> sounds really interesting. I need to. Yeah, they're not bad. They're not good, <laughs> but they're not bad. I would eat bugs. I got no problem with that. 
I got a lot of... Bugs are actually a delicacy in some parts of the world. Yeah? Which parts? <laughs> Southeast Asian. Don't they also have, like, duck tongue candy? Oh, yeah. Shit like oh, yeah. Uh, when, I, when I was in China, I actually ate, I ate beef lung, beef tongue, beef brain. Like, they use every single part of the animal's body. And so, I, you know... What do that, they do with their toenails? Oh, that's actually garnish. Oh, okay. You know, instead of pepper or salt, it's actually... That's bad. how I use mine, too, so it's perfect. <laughs> no? Same. <laughs> God, this wine is good. Yeah. It, it's my birthday present for me, and it's my birthday <laughs> present for you. Well, thank you. It's like the best birthday ever. Yeah. Um, weather. We can talk about... Finally can talk about the weather. Oh, God. I've been waiting for this my whole life. Weather was good today. It's yeah. been windy as shit. It is windy as shit. What's the deal with that? I don't know. Something about air pressure. How how can it be so windy in one place for so long? Because the Earth is spinning, man. That's honestly the first thing that hit my head. Yeah, I, well, I know that's I, like shitty I, it, science. It would but. be spinning if it was as severe, but we all know that the Earth is flat. No, yeah. it's spinning like. Like a disc on it. Well, yeah. no, the, the reason for the wind is because the Earth is actually like a sheet of paper in space. And the space wind is actually right. flying it through the galaxy. Yeah. And so oh, like that, a that, sail. That, yeah, that's what the wind is. Yeah, they just found the space waves, right? Yeah. So Yeah, those those gravitational waves. Now we know. Are <laughs> flapping the flat Earth like a, like the, like a. Like a plate, like yeah. a rug, you, you like a rug, rug like shaking dirt off a rug. You can't explain that. I I just did <laughs> with science. What more do you want? Yeah, prove me wrong. <laughs> prove me wrong. I had someone actually like I work with, just like really dive deep into the flat earthers, just to like try to figure that whole thing out. There's not much to figure out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, like half the people or more are trolling. It's like. Of it's course. it's sort of like the spinoff of yeah, the like flying spaghetti monster. It's like 50% of Donald Trump supporters are trolling. Yeah. America's in it for the lulls. Yeah. <laughs> America likes the lulls. But there are some people that maybe actually think it's true. Yeah. Like Just like with the World Wrestling Federation. <laughs> which is... They think that's real? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Yeah. So, and they, they're called children. <laughs> Mouth sounds. Were you fascinated by your mouth sounds yet, Brad? No. In the microphone? Yeah, no. you, you've been pretty... No, not in particular. Have you talked into a microphone before? I've talked into a few microphones before. Yeah? What did they sound like? <sighs> kind of sounded like me. Whoa. That's good. Yeah. Whoa. But, you know, I... Yeah, there, there, there's, there's a bit of sounds that come out of my mouth. Some mouth sounds? From time to time. <laughs> but... Do you have any vape sounds? I I, I actually pro- heard some a second ago when we were talking. You were inhaling. <laughs> Did you? Like, I'm trying like, to see with what I can get away with. It sounded like the really faint like whistle somebody has in their nose sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> that is what it sounds like. Or like a dog Someone whistle. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. what uh, what flavor what flav you got in there? Um, this is called Milkman, and it's strawberries and cream flavor. You gonna bogart that the whole time? No, I'm going to give it to you so you can make your own vape sounds. Let's see. It's called Milkman. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to cough 
for sure. Do it. Don't. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah. You want to try, old B? Yeah, sure. But the, this thing is actually uh, pretty cool. It's it's sixty dollars it for it. Jeez. But so it's but, like the size of a glue bottle. <laughs> it, it, it is. No, it looks exactly like a glue cough, bottle. But sure. it's you went, six. You went ounces. hard. It's six ounces. Yeah, it's six ounces instead of like thirty milliliters or fifteen milliliters. And when you look at the prices of thirty milliliter e juices, it's actually a deal. This ends up costing about like a fifth of the quantity of the individual vials. Is it because they use recycled Elmer's glue? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I mean, like it's. I, I try so I was like I'm cleaning shit over there up over there, um, kind of. I have to rearrange this area again because I pre-ordered a Vive, which Hell I saw yeah. that's on the list. Yeah, turn can. this into a VR room. Well, we is it a Vive or Vive? It's Vive. Don't Vive. say fucking Vive. Why? I will kill you. I don't know. I've heard people say <laughs> it's, a, it's actually Vive. It's Spanish. Vive. Right. It's Vive. Vive. It's Achtasi Vive. Anyway. I have to figure out how to get, it's five and a half by six and a half <laughs> space minimum. And I've, everything I've seen, like the more, the better, but I'm worried about these angles and like whacking. The yeah. Yours is actually a good use case scenario with this, this kind of layout. Up yeah. Here. We'll see. If not, I have a plan to like, I, I've actually read a lot of people just use their living rooms and push the couch out of the way when yeah. ready to do it. So I have places I could mount the sensors down there but i have to haul my pc down there um what's the first thing you're gonna play on it probably job simulator uh, or uh the actually probably i'll play the uh the valve demo thing it's called uh it looks pretty sweet it's got like a bunch of demo games in it but you run around in like a laboratory it's called the lab that's it and they're like they're testing different types of VR. Yeah. And so, like, it's funny because you're like role playing someone testing it, and you go around and like test these different things. Yeah. But I've heard the archery thing is just like awesome. Like it's like tower defense, but you're shooting bow and arrow <laughs> with the with the controllers. Yeah. And the haptic feedback on the controllers and the sound like coming, you know, the sound of the bow coming back says the most like yeah realistic. It's, it's immersive. Yeah. Huh. I, I like was a big doubter. <clears throat> I mean, I, the only thing I've tried so far is cardboard I, that I've actually tried. Um, and everything I've read of anybody that's in that same situation, their minds just has been, exp- yeah, it has exploded. It, it, it has great potential. Yeah. I'm always leery of version one products, but uh, this is a good step in the right direction. Yeah. I got the first iPhone because I saw it as a huge transitional. It was revolutionary. Yeah. And so I, I feel as much excitement about this as I did that. Yeah. So I'm really like, I've been pretty bored with video games. Like I spent a lot of time playing video games, <laughs> but I play fucking League of Legends because it's just like, I it's think, addictive. I think it's the most solid and addictive like game out there right now. Yeah, And it's replayable yeah. because it's different every time. But uh, like, I think the vibe's going to open like a whole new like VR is going to open like a whole new door of excitement again. Cause it was like when I first got a PC game and all like the years, the year, like half-life two and I don't know, doom three and you know, all these like great 
first person <laughs> games came out, it was like, I feel like it's going to be like that again, but it's been like, I feel like it's been like a decade or more. Yeah. I, been, st- I still, I, I think Valve is going to be doing something with VR in Half-Life 3. I do too. And I would not be surprised if it finally was released this year because now they have this new hardware ready. Yeah. It's going to sell more games and that game is going to sell more VR hardware. So you think that Valve is going to force people to buy well, an, eight, an $800 peripheral to that's play? That's what I was about no. to ask is like, it's not will required. they make it like backwards compatible? Or, uh, of course you know, it like, will be backwards compatible. Yeah. But there, there's going to be some cool little gimmicks, you know, like you go to 3D movies and, oh, look, the characters, they pop out at you. Uh, they're going to have something like that in Half-Life 3. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have a party or whatever. <laughs> a VR it, party? Yeah, whenever I get it set up to a have people come try it. I, like, I can't find anybody in Springfield just through, like, random contacts of people I message on Facebook. Like, that have gotten it? That, that, yeah, that have even ordered one yet. Huh. So I'm sure there it's, are. It's still at the enthusiast level. Yeah, you know we're we're a few years away from. I know Charlie Rosenberry ordered a uh, Oculus. That's a shame. He'll get here his in July. <laughs> so anyway, so the people I've told at work, they're like, "You have to bring it in." So <laughs> I'm kind of like nervous about breaking it <laughs> or whatever. It, it actually, I tend, it I tend pretty to, solid. Yeah, I tend to break things though. You do break things that <laughs> seemed otherwise unbreakable. Yeah. <laughs> But I gotta get a new, uh, a new uh, GPU. No, what do you? What sorry. GPU do you have right now? <laughs> I've got a uh, seven fifty. Oh, yeah. I, I don't really play that many games anymore, and most of the games I do play are on my iPad or your Apple TV. Oh, well, I I don't play games on the Apple TV. Oh, I do. It, it, it's cool. Yeah, you've actually probably played more games than I have on my Apple TV. <laughs> it's so fun. Brian, you were thinking about getting the new Apple TV. Yeah. I would, I would highly recommend the new Apple he, TV. You have like the first generation one, right? Oh, the yeah. 720p. So yeah. why, why would someone, like I have that too and I've been thinking about it, but it's 200 bucks. Like what's the case for a new Apple TV? And keep in mind, my TV is only 720, so. Okay, well that, that doesn't really matter that much, but the, the new interface for Apple TV and the apps for it like they literally brought the ios app store to apple tv right Right. and so tvos whenever i first went to the app store i had 40 programs that were ready to download on it just because i'd already bought them on my phone right and so you know there's a lot of that at the outset but um you know it has its distinct advantages with airplay and actually um doing some more rendering under the hood than a Chromecast. Yeah. Ooh. Self-contained. I don't don't get me wrong. Chromecasts are phenomenal. I carry one in this bag. Yeah. <laughs> really. Everywhere I go. Yeah. Wow. Uh, but the the Apple TV is nice. It, it's beefier, so it can handle more. Yeah. I was impressed just by like it as a gaming system. Honestly. Yeah, it's cool. You if you buy uh, controllers that are compatible with it. Yeah. It works pretty well. Yeah, same with like the Amazon thing. I think I think the Fire TV. I my my dad got addicted to Flappy Bird, what? Or, or not Flappy Bird, Crossy Road. Oh, Crossy on Road. his Amazon yeah. Frogger Fire Stick or whatever, because he would like browse for like new poker shows or whatever, and then get bored and just like play Crossy Road. He said, <laughs> I was like, "Wow," but um, 
So we, we kind of skipped over the weather, but weather to you, Brad. Weather is on a whole different level for me. Yeah. Weather weather is kind of your world. That's right. Weather is a, a significant part of my what, world. Why don't you explain that to maybe like some people that have no fucking idea what you are working on all the time? Well, <laughs> it, it, it's hard to explain. Um, but uh, the, the short of it is uh, building management, a nest for large buildings. So, uh, you know, you have a nest, correct? Mm -hmm. So you can control your one unit for your house, the Mm -hmm. heating and cooling for it. Well, what we do is we control large commercial and industrial buildings on that level. And like, not just, yeah, like whole, whole areas of buildings. What's that called? A group of buildings? A campus? Yeah. Oh yeah. Campuses. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we, we actually, we've got a few school campuses that we manage, and we control every single room in every single building. We we say how warm it'll get. We see how cold it'll get. We decide when they turn on, when they turn off. We can dynamically decide what their set points are going to be based on what the outside air temperature is, mm-hmm. right? And so all of the logic that you have for your nest is expanded for multiple areas. Yeah. And so, and yet there's a lot of propri- pri- proprietary technology proprietary, to, yes. to like, well, because it's not like most home heating and cooling systems are similar. Yeah. The, the industry for consumer has become commoditized. So, yeah. you know, every unit has to work this way. Their standards yeah. uh, that decide how these units are made and how they interact. And so that's why Nest is able to make one thermostat that works with tens of thousands of kinds of air conditioners. Yeah. Right. Huh. So, but it's not that way in like it's, it, it's, it's the not commercial world. It's not, it's changing. It's like more standardized. Yes. Is that because of like... IT. Oh. It's exactly because of IT. Oh. Um, uh, you know, building automation systems aren't new. You know, they were doing Nest shit back in the 80s and yeah. 90s. And so they've controlled these buildings, but they've been done by these gigantic corporations like Honeywell or Schneider. And so they have had the money to be able to develop these systems. And when there's only one or two of them out there that can offer this to buildings in 1982. <coughs> <laughs> you want to make it? Yeah, I'm good. I said, I said I was going to cough. It was just delayed. Yeah, it was long. <laughs> I shit you not. I like burped while I was swallowing <laughs> and almost drowned. Sorry. Anyway, in 19, in the eight, in, 1982. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't matter. There, there were only a few <laughs> companies to choose from, and so they were able yeah. to make proprietary products that were ridiculously expensive and didn't work with each other. Yeah. And we know IT doesn't roll that way. Yeah. Homie don't play like that. <laughs> we want. We want. McGrew, we don't play like homie. We want and the funnest like that. new toy <laughs> to play with. Yeah, so now that, now that IT is taking over everything, software is eating the world. Um, you know, all of these things are being absorbed. People are figuring out how to bring these systems into an open environment. And now there's all new environments that are IT based, you know, the same shit that runs 
your websites and runs your Netflixes and your BuzzFeeds and stuff. It can now be used to run buildings. Yeah. And aggregate group me content. Exactly. <laughs> Most important. So, okay. So, uh, I remember one time you were like, showed me something on your phone and you're like, I could turn the heat up to a hundred at Ridgecrest Baptist. <laughs> Right now, yeah. Well, no, no, no. no. Get get this. Um, I could turn Josh Baird's office up to like eighty five degrees right now. <laughs> While well, no one's there. While well, no one's there. Yeah, it wouldn't be nearly as fun if he weren't there. I actually don't know when he's there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I do know where he is when he is there. <laughs> so you know exactly what wing. Yeah, yeah. And so you know, he could actually text me and say, "Hey, it's hot in here," which. Most of the time it actually is because he's right next to a bunch of windows. Oh, yeah. Um, he'd say, cool it down, and I can get on my phone and turn that thing down. So you, you kind of take the control away from them, though, right? Like, Of course. Yeah. You can't trust end users with this kind of thing, yeah. uh, you know, especially with school districts. And it started out with that. You know, when you're delegating this to maintenance guys who are going through rooms or or janitors or teachers that come in after work, yeah. you know, they're going to come in, they're going to crank that down to 70, yeah. you know, so they feel good. And then they leave and, oh, whoops, I forgot about it. Yeah. Uh, you know, they figure about, out about it, you know, the next day or the next week. Mm-hmm. And it's been running 24-7. And that whole time, every single minute that that thing is running, it is using energy and costing money, not only to the school, but to every single taxpayer in that area. So is that behavior like... Is that something you guys study, like that you you try to like get data to, to, when you're? Oh. I'm guessing when you're pitching this type of thing, you're like, oh, is that something that you explain at, to at, people? At, absolutely, and you know, administration typically understands that. But yeah. uh, when you when you get down to the bottom of it, you can go to someone and you can say, "Let me put my shit in your building, and I promise you that you will use fifteen percent less." energy on your utilities for the next year yeah and it'll pay for the system yeah right you know that that that's a bold claim but but you guys can make it it's easily verifiable yeah and so but pretty much by turning this shit on and off when it's supposed to be on and off saves them tremendous money there's so much waste yeah we uh, americans are wasters we waste everything we waste food we waste money we waste energy you know our votes how we waste our <laughs> votes yes uh, the average american does not give a fuck yeah yeah I, I i i freaking love the idea of well because we have like i don't know this week topically brian did you look did you see the new tesla yeah <sighs> No, I was about to ask you since you said you got the first iPhone and you got the first VR. Yeah, first was, Model Three. My next question was: well, Did you get the? Did you pre-order the Tesla? Yours is going to be the uh, three hundred and twenty-fifth thousand thousand yeah. Tesla Model Three. I mean, they they were. So what is that? It's a th- or ten or a thousand three hundred twenty-five million dollars. Yeah. yeah. So add two zeros, right? Yeah. So that's what they just got. But I mean, obviously, yeah, I mean not that, everybody's going to. Yeah, that that's before you actually buy the car and yeah. look at the margins for it. But it certainly gave them a big boost in money for actually building, the making sure they can do this. Yeah, yeah. realizing the which uh, you know I had no problem with them making a hundred thousand of these, but 
uh, 300,000, you know, even with their gigafactory yeah. is, um, that is going to be difficult to do in a reasonable amount of time. But it's, it's a good problem. It's such a good problem. Oh, it's a phenomenal problem to have. Like, and they are stoking the industry. Chevy's coming out with their bolt, yeah. which is supposedly going to be a direct competitor. Uh, you know, it's in Hopefully. the, it's in so the wait, 30,000 range. They have the Volt, which is like... The Volt is a hybrid. Hybrid, yes. but the Bolt is going to be... The Bolt will be all electric, and huh. they're aiming at the $30,000 mark. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I, the no, more people that buy these, the better it is. It's, so, it's you know, funny, I mean, you know, I work at O'Reilly, so auto parts <laughs> and stuff, and there are, our department is full of, like, you know, good old boys that have been with the company a long time, and, like... you know baby boomers that kind of generation and you know they've all bought like new cars at some point probably Mm. multiple times in their lives and it's funny a lot of them are recognizing now that like our generation they don't buy new cars very often and they don't want to spend money on cars i I don't plan to like honestly it's not like in my yeah it'd be like something would have to happen for me like i don't have the desire well until now yeah <laughs> until i saw this tesla but well, that's yeah the, go ahead that's the point like though. i would drive my car till it died yeah whatever. and then i'd get another old car probably right or you'd get you know you wouldn't buy one right off the lot you'd right. buy one like three three years old maybe yeah because the technology is close to the same but yeah that's i mean that's the point is that it's good that companies are realizing oh the generation that's coming into adulthood or has been in adulthood for a while they don't want to they don't want to buy they don't yeah, absolutely spend, they don't we we need a grand. better reason than oh it's the new year's car did you see yeah the the new headlights we added to it yeah uh, you know that's not enough they've been doing this for decades yeah uh, you know and you know people don't understand that you need to bring disruption and innovation to every single field yeah and that's what's happening yeah Software is a huge reason for that. Software is eating the world. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, like... I even wonder, like, what what would happen to industries like like O'Reilly Auto Parts when cars go, like, all electric, you know? If they're... I mean, there's going to be some... Well, they're going to have have to pivot. Yeah, they'll have to shift in the the parts that they offer. Yeah, I was going to... I'm curious if they do any... Like not, I mean, what what battery technology are they? Is it lie ion like everything else, or do they have like a I, different? It's, it's, it's a special mix of that, okay. but uh, you know that that's one of the uh, lower tech parts of these kind of cars right now because the battery technology hasn't improved in so long. Yeah, so it's expensive to make them. You know, we still have to use rare minerals right. in order to make these things. It's not commonly available, so that's the biggest obstacle with electrical vehicles and energy storage as a whole yeah i'm like this it's the battery like say there's like a huge battery innovation like how much would that disrupt that would disrupt everything. absolutely everything yeah and it we're like, actually like if we could if we get 10x our battery capacity that would be incredible yeah. like yeah. I, I don't think we can even comprehend what you can do yeah. with that kind of technology because there are a lot of components in the car now that are being shifted to being powered electrically rather than mechanically like oh you know, yeah like, like oh, water yeah. water pumps have traditionally been you know uh ran by the crankshaft in the car but now they're like auxiliary water pumps that whenever you roll up to a stop it shuts down because your car your car doesn't need mm. to doesn't need to use that the power from the crankshaft to power this anymore so it just kind of like yeah there's no need to it, run it yeah so now those are being shifted to being battery powered and that's just like one example of how yeah. 
Huh. Yeah, but that, even it, in mechanical the vehicles, in there's that shift already. So, yeah, it, it's it's the same in every sector. You yeah. know, energy use is becoming a big topic because we've been so wasteful with this kind of stuff. You know, we still, uh, you know, we use unleaded gasoline and all of this <laughs> stuff. You know, it contributes to a third of climate change, and uh, you know, allegedly. Nine out of ten. Yeah. Ninety-nine out of a hundred. Yeah, ninety-nine out of a hundred. That, that, that other one. Ninety-nine point nine out of a hundred. I'm sure he's got good reason. Yeah. I'm so. I, oh Gosh. man. Okay. We we don't have to go. To that. <laughs> uh, we're, we're we're getting too deep too early. Yeah, I know. We're like not even. Need more wine. I need. I need more wine. Yeah. I well, need more wine. Um. We yeah, can open we, another bottle. We got a little bit left in this one. Let's open one of these other ones. That's your birthday wine. You keep that one. Okay. How about a screw top one? I've actually got another one. That sounds good. It's a little prospect in Maine, California Cabernet. We're doing all wine tonight because I I I think (laughs) what killed me. I still haven't made. I haven't made it all the way through (laughs) listening to last week's episode. I have, and it was pretty glorious. (laughs) Um, Honestly, I get kind of woozy when I start listening to it. Just thinking about it. Like embarrassed or what? Like, we talked a little bit uh, about my 25th birthday. I can't remember if that was last week or whenever it, it was. Uh, I don't, I don't think it was last week because I don't think Worms was there. I don't remember. But yeah, he was. I don't fucking... I don't remember. Yeah, it was. It was. Okay. Because he was talking about how something funny he but said. But I don't think I'd been party. that drunk since then. <laughs> I was like... Like Brian saw, I was like passing out on my keyboard. And then I had to like come up with... I had to like post the episode... And I would like, so I came up with Jake. I was just going to call it Jake Gyllenhaal and yeah. I couldn't spell Gyllenhaal. And I, it's difficult. I, well, I was trying to like Google it and like just my eyes, like trying to like go to the next tab. <laughs> I threw up in my mouth <laughs> and like held it in my mouth. Oh fuck. This is hard to spell. Oh yeah. And then ran downstairs, like puked in the sink and then came back up and just wrote Nickelback. <laughs> and so it's Jake Gyllen Nickelback. Uh, I shit you not. That's the truth. <laughs> yeah, that's um, pretty incredible. Anyway, so uh, we're drinking wine because yeah. Brad's a classy guy and he's been known to drink wine. And it's his I've, birthday. I've had a few grapes before. And he asked me if we were going to do shots, and I started to like feel sick again. <laughs> I was like, let's just drink. Just some saying wine. the word shots, <laughs> yeah, makes you sick. Not that I didn't enjoy last week. It's kind of nice though because we had Matt on. You guys did car bombs. Yeah. Uh, now we, can we had worms on, and he's always buying shots for people out of the bars. Like he'll, <laughs> he always buys around a Jello shots. But then, you know, if you get him really drunk, he'll buy like a real shot later. <laughs> and then, so it's fitting that he wanted to do a bunch of shots, and now we're drinking wine because you're on the podcast. Yeah. So. Yeah, guest-driven content. Guest-driven <clears throat> content. Yeah, we just want to we want to dip into the life of the guest. So, Brad, before we get off of this work topic. You put oh, actually, okay. um, now that now that you bring it up, um, we can we can talk about the first game okay. because, oh, as shit. you mentioned, we do have quite a lot of stuff to choose from. Yeah, I didn't know that any of these games were real. I thought these were just oh no, these are real games, Brian. These are I'm excited because I didn't prepare any games. Real games, and so uh, we're we're going to have the wheel of topics. And here, ta- ta- take my take. My- <laughs> Well, are we done with the work topic? Well, no, 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 no. Each line is a topic. Oh, right? we're going to jump to the next one. Yeah, and so we can jump back and forth between whatever topics we want using the wheel. In our, our oh, so did you like get to enter these in after you? I did. 
Nice. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I'm saying is, why don't we? Okay, never mind. Let's just do this. All right, we're spinning the wheel. Fuck spinning it. Spinning the wheel. Does it make sound? Yes. Well, hold on. I, we gotta get the sound. So. Yeah. I think your volume's turned down. It's not making sound, Brad. It's gotta make sound. Are you sure the mute button is? Yeah. Gosh, iPhones suck. Man, what it landed shit. on politics. Oh fuck! Are we drunk enough? <laughs> there for goes this? no, there no, goes, no. There goes the whole podcast. <laughs> Everyone just turn this off. <laughs> the wheel has spoken. The wheel has spoken. Yeah, no, you're you're right. So, um, what what do we want to talk about politics? We've got quite a bit here to. to yeah, start. I mean, you made the list. You're. <laughs> You're probably the most. <laughs> well, well, the first question isn't out. It, it, we could not because the first question is, do we want to talk about politics? OK, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm not sure I want to get into it yet. So we could say, yeah, we do want to talk about politics, but we want to talk about politics a little later. later, a little later. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm fine with talking about politics. I get yeah, like, I, I get uh, I occasionally get a little too sad. I don't know, I'm just annoyed, yeah. frustrated, like <laughs> tired of it. But I could talk about some politics. I don't really have anything to add, so yeah. But I'm I really do. What are What are your feelings on Donald Trump, Brian? I think he's I think he's crazy. You think he's gonna make America great again? No. Do you think he's gonna build a wall and make the Mexicans pay for it? Uh, I think he would try. <laughs> so those are the, his only two platforms. So <laughs> we've covered him. Yeah. Right. Pretty much. He, people like him. Oh, he wants to ban Muslims from coming into the U.S. too. Yeah. Yeah. And he thinks women should be uh, punished for abortions. Yeah. Doesn't Ted Cruz think that too? Of course. Yeah. I I don't know. I don't think white old white guys should make any decisions about abortions. Period. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like that, period. I think we can agree on that. Because they so. wouldn't want anybody making old white guy decisions for them. Yeah, like if if all all the young women, I guess, would yeah. be the opposite. Young black women got to decide. Like young make, black pregnant women got to decide <laughs> like their golf course, yeah, playing schedule. No, or like got to organize the grounds crew at yeah, the or club. or got got to decide which living home they go to, they go live in. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> So I think that's, I think, I think there's, I think, so it's, oh wait, we're not, we're skipping politics for now. Yeah. Yeah. No, we're coming back to this. So okay. do, do we want to, <laughs> no, we'll just come back to it. Do we want to do the wheel again? Yeah, Brian? we do. We do. Would yeah. you, would you, I, I can't believe this. It was off. It was off the whole time. I, I have a thing too that I'm really excited for, but I don't okay, think so go ahead and we got to get a little, wheel. we got to get, we're going to get some sounds in. from it. Are you sure? Oh, wait. So I literally, just I just pressed it. the button. You, you can oh. press it or you can spin it. Yeah. How'd you get the sound? I turned the mute button. What is it? Games. <laughs> Games. So another game. <laughs> Actually, we... we <laughs> the first game is Wheel of Topics. <laughs> we, well, since we've already done that, I'm, I'm going to X that one out. So it will be the next one. Okay. And this one's actually... Oh, my, my thing watching, will fit... I'm my watching thing, you update this live. I like it. My thing will fit into this, too. Okay. Yeah, my so have, the, the game we're going to be playing is... What's this Amazon order for? I just recently found out that I could export all of my orders that I made through Amazon. 
Okay. And I've been an Amazon member since uh, July of 2005. Okay. And I exported mine once. It was and, pretty interesting. And up until today, I, I th- this is close to accurate, maybe more. I have made 1,113 orders Jesus. from Amazon.com. Wow. In the past 11 years. 1,113. Yes. That's a lot. I... I I run half of our business off of Amazon. So that's a that's a hundred a year. Yeah. Fuck. Look at that. So what we're going to do? It's ten a month. Where what we need to do is pick a random date between July of two thousand five and April of two thousand sixteen, and I will pick the order that was closest to that date and will attempt to explain what I got it for. Okay. December 21st, 2012. Okay. December 21st. End of the world. Huh? <laughs> I want to know what Brad ordered on the day the it's world was supposed to probably the John Cusack movie. <laughs> You'd want to know like a week before. Oh, to prepare for it? No, because oh, like, the, like, the day of the end of the world, you'd be like, oh, the world's not ending. What should I order? It's just a bunch of returns. (laughs) (laughs) So the date. December 21st. December 21st. Um, 2012. Yes. This is a very long list to scroll through. (laughs) Okay, so, so the closest would be I bought Halo 4. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> on Amazon? Yes. On what a, on what a, day was that? 12-9. Wait, for what console would that have been? 360? Uh, yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I played that. And after, let, let's see the next order. This was before I started ramping it up. I've actually, I've ordered more in the past two years than I have <laughs> in the rest of the years. But um, the, the next one was on the 27th, and I bought some Klipsch. Noise isolating earphones. Oh, I've, nice. I've actually still got them in there. They're the uh, they're the buds that I use oh. when I use buds. Nice. At what rate do you use buds versus those? Never. Oh. <laughs> you use those? Yeah. I, I used to wear buds like these and some shirts, mm-hmm. like totally until I got these. But uh, the the Bluetooth is incredible. Yeah. I can I can walk around. Without my phone and listen to music and the cable's not there, I can listen to podcasts. It's pretty incredible. Those sound good as hell, too. They, they do. They sound pretty good. Yeah. So. Almost as good as my $11 Panasonic. Almost. <laughs> Almost. All right. I got you ready for the next date. Yeah. Hit me. May 17th. May 17th? 2014. 2014. May... Ooh, ooh, we got a we got a live one here. Did I didn't have on the day. I, I didn't no, not on the <sighs> day, but the day before. The day before, I bought <laughs> I bought a manufacturer refurbished Netgear Wi-Fi range extender and Amazon Basics wireless mouse with nano receiver, a Lenovo B five ninety laptop. Oh shit! Yeah. So I bought, I bought, it looks like a whole computer get up for someone at the office. Nice. Yeah, pretty exciting stuff. 
cool. Yeah, this motherfucker had Windows 7 on it, which we'll get to that. We'll get to Windows 7? Never 10. (laughs) We'll never get to Windows 10? No. (laughs) I like Windows 10. I, I can handle Windows 10, but I fucking hate it. It is such the way, a funny... The way Brad just looked at me yeah. would be like the face he would make before he killed you. <laughs> fucking how? Idiot. How? Just dare the ten thousand yard stare. <laughs> just like looked through me. <laughs> fucking fucking hate, hate it. <laughs> awesome. It's, it's such a piece of shit visually. I mean, it's hard to navigate. They put a I'm fresh. Oh, navigating. Sorry. Go ahead. They put a fresh what? Uh, you know, they just they keep painting layers on top of this shit. They put the new start screen in Windows 8.1, and which was incredibly stupid. And then they scaled it back, and it's like, oh, well, let's put it back in the start menu. And it still is worthless as ever. <laughs> and they've got a me- settings screen where you can go to your control panel. The settings screen has the new how- flat Windows 10. There, how- but- Hold on. How do you navigate your Mac? Let me, let me, let me, what's the most common keystroke you do on your Mac? Uh, most common keystroke, uh, would probably be command space. Yes. Yeah. Command space spot. I use windows the exact same way. You use Cortana? Yes. Well, no, I just, I just start, I just hit the windows button. And I start typing like steam and then I hit enter. Yeah. See that, that. It's been or I, or I so awful to volume. me. Like the suggestions are awful. Or it's like, like can sound. I search for this before the application? I feel like they fixed it. Plus, you can like, there's like settings for the search, hmm. so you can like, you know, like I don't ever want to see like the web results of something. I'll just, so just I'm just gonna one. Google it. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, like, but that was actually pointed out to me when Windows 8 came out by Alex Albrecht. Do you know who that is? I have no idea. He and Kevin Rose did the Dig podcast when Dig was out, when Dig was a thing. <laughs> That's amazing. It's like one of the first things I listened to, and and so he would all he was like the Windows guy, and Kevin Rose was like a Mac guy. Mac guy. And they had that ex- that exact same interchange where Kevin Rose was talking about like I can't fucking find anything, and he was like, dude, how do you use your Mac? And he's like, well, I just command space and search for whatever I want. Like, yeah. Like that's I don't know, anyway. Yeah, I, it's just I the, use it the, the same way. Yeah, the and that's it's not I, I, do, I do that at work too. Yeah, just Windows buttons. Windows search. buttons. Yeah. yeah, I mean I use both literally every single day. Yeah, like the programs I have to use are in Windows. Well, I I that think doesn't mean I, I have to suffer. So, with the rest but I of it. think the pro level shit that you do, like Windows Server stuff, when it gets more oh. and more frustrating when you can't find shit, <laughs> and. I, I can see like how that's that would be a big problem, but I think well, the big thing for me is that wi- Windows breaks all the time, yeah. and, and there's always issues with it, and people don't understand how to use it. And so, as an IT administrator, I have to go and fix this stuff every fucking day, and it's nonstop. And so, when I get home at night and I need to use the computer, I sure as shit don't want to be troubleshooting it yeah. all night. And with OS 10. And with iOS, it really, um, you know, it's, it's easy to use. Yes, some of the functionality is missing, but it's incredibly more intuitive. It's easy to use, so you actually get to do what you want to do instead of having to interact with the operating system. Yeah. I mean, I 
I'm on a Mac all day, every day, and then yeah. I use my Windows computer to play video games. So yeah, like I want. I wonder um, if we did a poll, what our uh, listener user base would yeah. be on Mac compared to. Well, Windows. I think most people that listen to this, most people in that group me group, work in Excel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that yeah. is true. Like, I think most people like do stuff in Excel, which. I, I actually am, like, I don't dare shit on it because it's, like, it runs the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it, really. it, it's incredible. Excel is a phenomenal program. Uh, but the thing is, is, like, I think most of you guys that, like, know how to do Excel stuff, you could fucking write computer programs. Like, you actually could. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. You I, could. I know, I know a lot of it's similar. Like yeah. Writing it's this, if you can think that in that way, though, oh, yeah. like, I have this data, I need to, like, Yeah, the, the transition and, and, from a GUI yeah. to text is is difficult. Yeah, it's but... A, it's a big hurdle for some people. Like, they understand the concepts. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, look at all of this advanced stuff you can do in Excel. Yeah. And if you can do it in Excel, you can do it in text. You just have to learn... Yeah. What to Google. What to Google. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's just, we all do the same thing. We Google for a living. Exactly. Yeah. Let's face it. Yeah, because there, there's shit I come across that I want to do in Excel, and I'm sure Excel does it. Yeah. Just have to Google it. Yeah. yeah. But you still have people coming, hey, do you know how to do this in Excel? And, like, I would never go ask somebody that before yeah. searching for it. Yeah, and you, you, you ask you them, yeah, did you fucking Google it? <laughs> <laughs> did you look at the first result and figure it out in 10 seconds? Yeah. No, you walked over here and you asked me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know, Stack Overflow is... Stack Overflow, yeah. Pays my bills, literally. <laughs> GitHub. Um, okay, so I have a similar game that we could do now or in a minute, or like later. It doesn't matter. You, you want? Are we ready for my game? Let's play your game. Okay. <laughs> I was looking at you, Brian. Oh. You're the host of this show. I am? Yeah. yeah wait, 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 wait. So are you guys co-host or is there a host and a sub-host? <laughs> or, uh, I, don't I am king host I and would... he is god host. Okay. <laughs> I don't know about that. I wouldn't but call... what's a king to a god? I think, I think <laughs> what happened was I was like, I want to do a podcast. And Brian was like, so do I. Yeah, and so now we do this every week. Yeah, <laughs> I remember it was a, it was a day where like I wasn't really paying attention to group me, but I would like see my phone light up, and I just saw like I want to do a podcast, and I was like, oh fuck, I want to do a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I was really bored at work that day. <laughs> uh, okay, so here's my game. I'm not going to tell you what it is, but you might be able to guess just based Can off I of Google it? history of things. I need five words from each of you. So start. We'll do one for, from Brad. Just any word. Uh, it can be as dirty or dumb or whatever as you want. It could be generic. It could be the word. What? What about areola? Air, how do you spell that? A-R-E. Loliola? <laughs> I can just Google it. O-L-A, yeah. A-R-E-O-L-A. Okay. Brian? Boots. Brad? Um, Any word. Cotton. Say that again? Cotton. Okay. Brian? Tumescent. <laughs> I don't know how... I don't even know what that is. It's T-U-M-E-S-C-E-N-T. 
Okay. It's turgid. Remember? Okay. <laughs> turgid. <laughs> Brad? Moist. Brian? Scrub. Brad? Skank. Brian? <laughs> Trunk. I think I'll wind up using them. <laughs> uh, Brad? <laughs> Trump. <laughs> Finally, Brian? Freeway. Okay. So I have uh, been, I built in, and uh, so if you guys go on your phone or your computer or whatever to this address, let me make sure it's still running. Uh, 192. Well, this isn't going to work for you people listening. 192.168.1.2 colon 3000. <laughs> oh, this is incredible. I'm still loading here. Okay. Zach, do you want to explain to the one, listeners? I, I will. I want what Brian this to, web application I want, is. I want to make sure Brian get, can get on it. Oh, you, you have to be on my Wi-Fi. Okay. Oh Sorry. fuck! I thought I was. So um, I mentioned, you know, in GroupMe and on the podcast that I pulled down all the GroupMe data. I haven't like it's not live, so we're missing like the last weeks of it or whatever. Yeah. But thirty-three thousand messages. I pulled into a database on my computer and I built a little interface where we can search for words. <laughs> and so, sorry, one one nine two dot one six eight dot two one dot two. One dot two colon three thousand. Three thousand, yeah. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so I have right now the search term the search isn't built into this, I have to like do it on the server and or whatever because yeah. I I ran out of time. But um so right now I have the, the word semen pulled up for these guys <laughs> and the term semen, if anybody's wondering, which, you know, so if you look at the first result, it's the, the, the query string can be included in a word. So like the word basement has the word semen in it. So oh, yeah. that's count. So anyway, um, I, I just, I can, I can fix that, uh, regex thing, but. I so just, I've only said semen once. Yeah. So I find that hard to believe. So the word <laughs> semen has been in that group thirty-five times out of thirty-three thousand. That's so, shocking. Shockingly me. low. I agree. But and a lot of it is the word basement. But you can kind of scroll through here. Oh, and, there's some good ones in here. And like Chris Jackson on May first of last year said, "The old sizzling semen." Gatorade and Fitz semen. My so, my one use is got to clean out the crusted semen somehow. <laughs> so the winner, the winner of uh, which this was also tricky. I'm proud of this because Preston, for example, has changed his username a bunch of times. So Ooh, I had to find a nested user ID yeah. somewhere and then re fucking like loop through the data again or whatever. Anyway, so Preston wins the semen. Which, again, the Naturally. word basement is included because the word semen appears in the word basement. Well, he probably put basement just because semen was in there. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> like Shane said, rocket it the basement. I don't know what that means. And Pope said, I have a basement all to myself. <laughs> I, and Chris said somewhere in Pope's In <laughs> 2012, basement. I said, is that grapefruit juice in your eye or semen? <laughs> Okay, so the words you guys listed out, we're gonna 
We're going to search, and uh, before I, I hit go and we refresh the page, we'll make our guesses of who has said it the most. Ooh, okay. And okay. All right. So we'll say, how many times has it been said and who has said it the most? Okay. So the first is Areola. Ooh, probably not too many times. I'm going to say 11. Oh, I bet it's less than that. Think? I'm going to go... I'm going to go three times. Three times. I'm going to say, I'm going to say like one to zero, but I'm going to go on the lowest. All right. And I think I'm going to, I'm going to guess, uh, I'm going to guess Preston on that one. Preston said the most. Okay. And uh, yeah, you got to say who, cause you said 11. Uh, who, who said, said it, it the who most? Who said it the most? I said it a lot. On, I, maybe Brian. I don't know. I've said it a lot out loud. I don't know how many. I know. Well, that's how I was thinking you were like my second choice, but. You didn't know how to spell it, so. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't have autocorrect in this. I guess, I guess, surely, I guess I did, but. Uh, okay, so I'm gonna save this. It should rebuild. Oh, it did. It's auto refresh three times. Three times. <laughs> so I got it. Exactly wow, we were right. way off. You I got said it, three. You got it exactly right. And who oh. did you say? I said Preston. So okay. I got that oh. wrong. So sh- three times Ariola has appeared out of the 33,000 messages. <laughs> and Shane Riker, you have said it twice. And Downs, you have said it once. So do you guys have a favorite message in there you'd like to read? <laughs> we might as well just read all three. It's not very many. Okay. So Shane said, dinner plate Ariola's exclamation point. In 2011. <laughs> and, and, On his and, birthday, I think. I think 1129, isn't that Shane's birthday? I think. It's, uh, it's around well, the, the next one yeah, is eight, on eight minutes after yeah, eight he minutes said later, it the first time. He said it again. He must have just discovered this word. <laughs> I wanted to make sure I spelled areola correctly. One thing led to another. So and another then, question question of how to spell it. And then uh, the same day. All yeah. three of these are the same. Oh, yeah. This was, this was within a period of 30 minutes. <laughs> Uh, and it's never been heard from again. And <laughs> a, a, a t- we should be there should be a way to like star like in this <laughs> so I could star this message by Downs because it's pretty classic. It says, Does anyone like big areolas with small nipples? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Brian <coughs> wins that round. Yes. Okay, the next one is boots. Oh. This is gonna be good. <laughs> boots. I this could be high or low. I feel like. I'm gonna, I, okay, go ahead. I, I'm gonna say low. This is gonna be how low. low. How um, low? Out of thirty-three thousand. Uh, six times. Wow. I'm gonna say two hundred times, and I'm gonna really? say yeah, because I just playing back in my head. I feel like <laughs> just boots, boots. all day. Huh? <laughs> um, and it's per message. It should only hit one time. Mm. The count should only be and one And this is only message. in like the main Brumble pod. There's yes. not some like male fashion advice pod. <laughs> where, where, like talking about boots all fucking day. Is there? Uh, <laughs> no. And I'm going to say, oh fuck, now you got me questioning. <laughs> there's, there's no way it's been said that. I'm going to say me. And the 200, I haven't said it 200 times. So I'm saying I've said it the most. Cause I like the word boots a lot. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Obviously picked it. So, um, I'm going to go 15. Okay, here we go. Oh, wait, wait, I gotta say who, right? Oh yeah. Uh, I'm going to say Zach. <laughs> oh! oh, it's low. Oh, I did. I was one of them though. And so was I. Oh, and one of them is. Wow, that was way off. 
I said 200 and the answer Wait, was three. Where's yours then? It's that second one, which is the group name. Oh, the group name. Oh, <laughs> well, you know, that actually counts for 198. <laughs> yeah, if, if you change the group name to Boots, yeah. not just saying it in a word, that, so, that counts. So uh, we'll read through them. <laughs> Steven has the first one. <laughs> Steven has the first one. It says, right now someone is shaking in their boots. Next one is Zach changing the group name. So it's Brumble colon Boots. And then mine is he's probably beating beaten off in the wakeboard boots on the boat. <laughs> Which is very poetic. Like there's a, there's like that's like iambic pentameter. Because <laughs> you have you have probably beating off in the wakeboard boots on the boat. Yeah, it's very beating very off in the wakeboard literary. boots on the boat. Like that's a rhythm. That's actually a rhythmic. <laughs> that is some sort of meter. I swear. You think beating I off in the wakeboard that? beats? On the boat. <laughs> yeah, I think you did. Okay, so uh, who there's was no way I played. Who that. was the closest? I said fifteen. I said six. So, so yeah, I'm Brian. Okay, so the next one is cotton. That's gonna be oh, that's gonna be another low one. I'll go first this time. Okay, I'm gonna say uh, two, and I'm gonna go. Shh. I mean, there's not even gonna be a winner. You know, like the last one, there wasn't a winner. Nobody well, no, said the, it the, most. the the winner is gonna be the one closest. No, yeah. but I mean, if like you ever who, watch the Price is Right, picking who said it the most. Yeah, between the, between all the people in the yeah, game. Mm. the last one, there wasn't a person who said yeah. it the most because everyone said it once. So what a uh, fucking shitty game. <laughs> I'll just say I don't know. I'll just say Shane. Okay, and I'll say I'll say what did you say six? I said two. So uh, there's not even gonna be like a okay. I'll, I'll say six. I, I'm going with three. And I'll say Brad. I'll say um, uh, Chris. Okay. Wish we would have picked different words now. Yeah. We can we can uh, just experiment after this. Boots has appeared three times. Oh, oh wait, that was Boots. Oh. <laughs> Cotton. Oh, oh. Sh- oh, I said six. Yeah, is it? It's not prices right rules, right? Or is it? Well, you would. You still would have won. You didn't over. I did. Oh, I you did. He six. did. He said six. Yeah, so it's five. Prices right rules. I got it because I priced. It's your not prices right rules. Right ass piece of shit. <laughs> it's not prices right rules. <laughs> All right. So uh, cotton has appeared five times, and Matt has said cotton the most times. <laughs> Brad, what's your favorite message of these five? My we'll, just, we'll keep moving. These five. Um, uh, there are three really. Good I, ones I don't know. I <laughs> I, I, I think I yeah. Matt definitely. I think he got the top one, and it was the most recent time has been said too. In 2014, when they pulled their tampon out, all of the cotton has been picked clean <laughs> off. God. Um. And then Brad in 2012 said, "Damn, she's faster than a cotton gin." <laughs> <laughs> Which let's branch off real quick because okay. I have I have a short topic to talk about. And Brad, you actually asked me why I added this to the list. I have in quotes on our list spook. Mm. And uh, so this this coworker at work he he's been looking for a dog and he really wanted a lab a chocolate lab. So he got a chocolate lab and he comes in and he's like, so what should, what should we name this? And one of my other coworkers just like 
throwing out these stupid names, like not real suggestions. He's like, just call it Spook. <laughs> and we're like, it's a chocolate lab. You can't Are call you a chocolate lab Spook. <laughs> but then it got me, it got me thinking like, that is such a mean thing to call somebody. Like, as you, as you all know, it's like a racial slur for, for black people, but I just can't imagine being that and someone being like, get away from me, you fucking spook. <laughs> oh my God. So, so mean. But it, yeah, my coworker suggested that that's my other coworker name is chocolate lab spook. That's crazy. As a joke, obviously. Yeah. Anyway, that's pretty good. Um, I mean, what a, what a spook attack the neighbors. <laughs> I mean, that, was there a third one we wanted to read? Uh, yeah, we might as well. It just says, it's just rotted blood clots and cotton. And that was by Shane. And that was a year before Matt was referring to the tampon. So, yeah, uh, a lot of tampons. So, supposedly, Shane was talking about tampons, yeah. too. Well, Shane, yeah, has a tendency to talk about tampons. Yeah, and you know about the collection, too. <laughs> collection of tampons yeah yeah <laughs> all right tumescent go ahead who's zero i want to say yeah i'll be shocked if it's said at all no i'm gonna say I, i'm gonna say one Ooh, and it was good, said by pope after his podcast okay so you're does it does it have to meet all of those specifications no. for you to win no <laughs> no he's gonna say one in pope okay and you are zero? Uh, yeah, I'm sticking with zero. Was I zero? Yeah. Okay. Zero. Ooh. All right. Um, moist. Ooh, moist. Ooh, moist that- could get up there. Yeah. Um, who's going first? Uh, I'm going to say 62 and Chris. Mm, yeah, Chris. That's a good guess. 62 and Chris. I have not. There's only two words that I've searched for, and it's semen and fuck. So I know those. Yeah. And I actually want to do fuck at the end. Okay. Sorry. Uh, I'm going to say. I'm going to go 45 and I'm going to say Preston. I'm I'm going to. I got a low ball this again. I'm going with eight. And uh, on moist, you're going eight. <laughs> Wasn't cotton like six, five? Yeah, no, no. I'm I'm sticking okay. with it. Eight no, or I'm, moist, I'm, and who? Shane. You Shane? think we talk about cotton nearly as much as we say moist? So sixty-two, uh, forty-five, and eight. Would you say forty-five? Yeah. Okay. Eleven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man. Wow. So I'm I, shocked. I, oh, Preston and I have both said moist twite. It's twice. a twite. <laughs> twite. So, uh, so, <laughs> well, one of them, so I don't know who changed that group name because I don't have it in actually here. Let me just real quick find out who's, who changed the group name because. Well, it obviously wasn't you because you responded to that name change and actually spelled it correctly. Uh, yeah. Oh, it has like. It, yeah, the. I'm sorry, you didn't. I'm gonna guess it was Keenan. I, I'm I'm gonna bet Keenan changed the name. It it doesn't. It's not. I don't know. Do you think Keenan knows the, how to it, spell oh, wait, Grundle? No, I don't. 
Okay, yeah, no, that makes sense. And he wouldn't capitalize a title of something oh, either. Yeah. So it's user ID. <laughs> so this is like going to be a two-step process because it's user ID. Ooh, the old seven four seven three one eight. Wonder who that could be. Let's see. Uh, well, he's oh the, yeah, there. So there are a bunch on the same day. One of them from Pope says, yeah, I too I, am moist. I think all of this appeared to happen after the name was changed. Yeah. People realized it and started commenting on it. And then Steven said... It would be Keenan that came up with that name. Oh, 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 man. I knew he'd fucking mess up a title like that. <laughs> <laughs> And the last thing he said was hell's yeah. <coughs> and he me, by the way, yeah, from that. Anyway, okay, so uh, Pope said my shotgun is going to be so goddamn heavy when I get done with it, it makes me moist just thinking about it, <laughs> yeah. which is kind of a sadistic thing uh, to say. I like <laughs> Zach's. It just says handful of moist butt. <laughs> yeah. And I just put handful as one word. Were you grilling or something? Did you? Oh, probably. Mm. Yeah. We could pull in images, actually, if there are images. <laughs> Actually, I could do that real quick, but anyway, we'll do that. Well, let, let, let's go to the next okay. one. Okay. Scrub. Scrub? Yep, scrub. Oof. Uh, it's going to be low. Yeah. I'm going to say two in graves. <laughs> oh, you know what? This could actually be higher because this thing will show scrubs, too. Oh, and like the show? Well, no, it's just the, the keyword will appear. In but it could also be like, I s- scrubbed. Yeah, so we're not. Or like, you fucking scrub. No one said that. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. We'll see. So two graves. Uh, I'm going to go seven. Seven. Um, and I'm going to say Pope. Seven Pope. Three. Um... Oh, Sam. Sam would say something like scrub. Two times. Hmm. Or not. One for Matt, one for Brian. You said it, Brian. Wow. You said the... You said scrub. You were the only one that said 2013, scrub. 2013, you said I just scrubbed mine with my toothbrush. <laughs> yeah. I wonder what you're scrubbing with that yeah. toothbrush. We don't Anything have and everything, man. We don't have context. <laughs> I'm going to bet that the context is really gross. Maybe. Yeah. It's possible. And maybe was, we maybe we were talking about just teeth that day. <laughs> okay. How's everyone's teeth doing? I just scrub mine with a toothbrush. I'm good to go. <laughs> that that sounds like typical Brumble banter. <laughs> yeah, we're we're yeah we're yeah, conscious. Well, I, I, of, I, I like to think we practice good hygiene. <laughs> so Matt, Brumble. if you're curious, you said we were up forty, had to let the scrubs play. Also, I had to rest for senior night on Thursday. Yeah, so fuck you, Brad. Someone did call someone else a scrub. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it, it was scrubs plural. Oh, fuck you. Next. You used scrub verb. The next word is skank. Ooh, skank. We'll start with that, you. Skank, I'm going to go with uh, 14. 14 who? Pope. 14 Pope. <laughs> skank. I'm going to go 16 and Keenan. I'm going to say, man, I was going to say Keenan. I guess I still can. I'm going to say, I'm going to say 18. Keenan. <laughs> 14, 16, 18. 
Zero. Oh, oh shit. We need to up our skank game. I spelled that right, right? Yeah, no. No one has said skank. I find that, that hard to believe. That's amazing. All right. Trunk. <laughs> Trunk? Trunk. Trunk. Trunk, yeah. With a U and K. I'll go uh, for it. Me? You go for it. Me? Okay. Trunk. I'm going to say. I'm going to say 15. And wow. Uh, Shane. I'm going to say two and Matt. Oh, um, four. And. Oh, fucking me. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I've said trunk. I don't know. Five. Oh. Shane. You Sh- have never said trunk. <laughs> Shana said, put her in the trunk. <laughs> I, picked, I picked Shane, right? <laughs> yeah, you did. I did. And so you but I, I said 15, though. Yeah. Small one is more pungent. Surprisingly, the big one is some subtle, like an old cedar trunk. <laughs> Do you know what you were talking about, Ben? It's nothing good, I'm sure. 2014. So that one of the next features I'm building into this is to be able to jump to date and then, like, oh, yeah. you know, show... I actually rem- I remember that, and I remember being proud about how gross it made something. So oh, old cedar trunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Brian, you said trunk twice, and just tell them there. Oh, the, fir- the one before that for me is a, a string of puns, tree puns. She probably just wanted to put some roots down, get that last ring for her trunk. You know, just leave her alone. Oof. Oof. All right. That's pretty punny. <laughs> Trump. Now that. <laughs> yeah, Trump. I'm going to say. That's all going to be like 20. Just... 20? Um, Who? Me. 20 seems high, but I'm going to say 20 and me. It's you, Brad. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to go with nine. And uh, Pope. All right, I'm going to go with high bid then. I'm going to go I'm going to go 27. And I'll say Zach. 14. 14. Keenan. <laughs> Keenan wants to make America great again, obviously. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he said it three times in one single line. I've never said it. (laughs) Let it be known. Yeah, you have never said Trump. Keenan said my 97-year-old grandfather is voting for Trump. This is interesting because the first time Trump appeared was 2011, and it was Brad. Yeah, it's because I posted that picture. The Buscemi uh, Trump. Yeah. Which, by the way, a side note. It's like it was Donald Trump with Buscemi's eyes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I changed the picture. Right. You probably changed the title. Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and Trumpet also appears, obviously. Keenan, so then in 2014, so here are the pre-2016 Trump mentions. Brian the Bashimi Trump, bravo. Brumble Ass Trumpet, as a group name. I said, 14 more work days till I ball sack my trumpet dong out of here. (laughs) And... Keenan said, no, oh, that must have been, yeah, that was 
That was when I was leaving BKD. Anyway, yeah. Keenan said, no Trump debates are lame. And then that was 2015 in October. And then the rest is the rest is actually Trump related. Nice. Okay. Uh, last one. Freeway. Oh. I, I See, we haven't even broke the 40 mark yet on a word. No. No. We gotta find or a 30. way to find the most. And I think a lot words. of people around here say I can do. It. I know how to do it. Yeah. I haven't done people it. People around here say highway rather than freeway. freeway so I gotta go zero. I'm gonna say one. I'm gonna say two. <laughs> and we don't have to pick who. Okay. Okay. Zero. zero. Oh, man, look at that. All right. So let's pick some more common ones now that you know, and then we'll move on. Well, we gotta look up fuck. Okay, I I already did that, so I know. And you know who said I, it the most? Nerdy. Yeah. Well, I think I think I remember who. Okay. Yeah, I do. I do know who. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. This is hard to figure out. Um. So, out of thirty-three thousand messages, how many times has yeah, the word fuck, fuck fucking fuckers fucks? Oh, jeez. Fucked. I'm gonna go. Butt fucker. Fuck face. I'm going to say 1,500 times. What is that, like 5%? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, And I'm going to say... uh, I I think I'm going to say me. Okay. 1,500, Brian. I'm going to go with uh, 400. And maybe me. Who All knows? right. Who knows? Here goes. <laughs> <laughs> so the oh. word the, the word fuck has appeared eight hundred and sixty seven <laughs> times. <laughs> so Brian, I think is well, actually, no, Brad is closest, yeah. but Brian, you were halfway there, so it's two and a half percent <laughs> of all the messages. Wow, there was a blowout on the winner. Yeah, someone I was, I was has surprised. said "fuck" a lot more times. And it was than not me. I wasn't well, even. Close. So let's do the I, yeah. let's do the top three. So number three, well, top four because three and four are really close. So number four is Preston with 103 <laughs> times 103 messages. We should say. Yeah. Uh, number three is Pope, 109 messages. Matt has said it 140 in 147 messages. Not bad. Not bad. And the winner with 163 messages is Keenan. Keenan, you have said fuck in 163 different messages. <laughs> so you should that's be a, able to, That's a lot of messages. You should be able to scroll and even see all of them. Yeah, this is incredible. We can see every I single I wonder who time. has the highest like Fuck to post ratio. <laughs> Fuck to post ratio. Counting posts is actually wouldn't be that hard, but I'll do that later. I'd have to do it because like it Zach- would take a while because you have to go through all. Yeah. Anyway, um, to index them that that way, but uh, that's actually like three lines of code instead of one. Um. <laughs> okay. But there is a lot of Keenan saying fuck. Spread out throughout these. Yeah, he said it more than he said anybody. The most. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Are we ready for the next word? Or do we want to... Well, we can keep doing this or or whatever you want to... Yeah, if you want to do kinda, another yeah, word. I'm kind of interested in Okay. Some... Okay. Let's just wrap. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's wrap I, I've, I've got a late-breaking announcement yeah. on this podcast. Sure. Um, <laughs> we... Uh, I've actually found a problem with your search queries. It doesn't take in case sensitivity. I just found out that Matt in 2014 said, fucking fucking A, cotton, with a capital C. Ah. That did not show up in the previous Interesting. So hold on. I I can... You motherfucker. New shit has come to light. Yeah, this is. This is. Oh, I forgot to. Hold on. This is like a, the new Panama Papers. (laughs) (laughs) It's exactly like that. Yeah, you know, offshore banking. I mean, how many how many capitalized fucks are we, are we missing? There could be a lot of capital fucks. Fuck. Oh yeah, the number just went up. I fixed it. <laughs> oh, look who's closer oh, now, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, the first one, 2011. Fuck this and fuck stop and fucking idiots <laughs> when we first started the That group. was when we very first started. So the, wow, new, the okay. new number is 1,281. Good good catch, Brad. That was a great catch. So that ups Keenan's numbers. Oh, actually, it puts oh, a new shit. leader in. We've had a takeover. A la- a- we have had... <laughs> A takeover. So Matt now is the leader oh, with 244 God. versus Keenan's 205, <laughs> which means Matt was losing before and is now winning. By wow, a, a late amount. game upset. Speaking of. So Matt just capitalizes the fuck out of his fucks. He- <laughs> And, you know, we, we miss we miss classics like Brian saying "fuck her with a knife." It's <laughs> good. And good Austin, what period? The period. Fuck in all caps. So that's a good catch, Brad. Yeah. So we might need what were what, like what? So what was surprisingly low in that other list? We might need to double check. Like cotton, you said. So, like, what about Trump? Would Trump have yeah. been higher? Because that's a name. So, Cotton was actually seven times. Trump. 32 times. 32. I guess 27, mm. I think. I went high. Man, I, I messed this up. I needed, to, I needed to do some QA on my, <laughs> my shit. Don't worry. This was it's okay. the A tier B test. We're refining the game. we got to test the game, right? Yeah. Okay. So, all right. Let's do a couple more and then maybe move on to something else. Like, okay. do you have any other words you'd like to know? I mean, I think we got to do cunt. Of course. All right. You want to just like? Do you want to guess or just go? Uh. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> let's go. Let's go with uh. 150 times. 55. 55. And it was you. It was me. <laughs> of course, it was. <laughs> Of Goodwill Hunting. Of oh, here's all the puns. Here's all the puns. <laughs> Scroll down to like Austin Goodwill Hunting. You come for Red October. Classic literature. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Cunt 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 Phil. <laughs> Can't even say that. Goodwill Hunting the Canterbury Tales. Dazed in Cunt Pubes. <laughs> <laughs> My, 
You know what? Chris Jackson was only one behind me on Cunt. That, that, that's that, notable. That That's pretty impressive. That's notable. That is a notable fact. Okay. Brad was one behind him. All right, Brad, pick a word that you think is going to be... Let's let's try to find the most used non... Uh, non uh, most used oh, the, noun or pronoun. The... No, oh, noun. Noun or pronoun. <laughs> My bad. Or, noun. Sorry, noun or adverb, I guess. Maybe. Oof. Pronoun would be the... Like word or describing word, right? That would be. So the and uh, like all those don't count. We could do the. I could. I only have this server doing ten thousand messages, but let's see what happens if I do the. Breaks. It's gonna everything. take a while, for sure. Because <laughs> it's got to do ten thousand. Jesus. Shit! It is working its ass off on this. <coughs> oh wow! Less than I thought. Wow, only 8,600 times. Hmm. Preston says the a lot. Okay. So we did. Who's operator? What's operator? Operator? Yeah. Where do you see that? After Preston's name? Oh. Operator is 103. That might be. Like a fucking ghost in our. No, that might be like the system messages. Like the server is down. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Or like Brad has changed the group name too. Yeah, yeah, but that <laughs> might also appear under the word "group me." Oh, is there "group me" on there? Yeah, two hundred sixty-two times. Oh. Anyway. Uh, how about "come"? Okay. That yeah, that's that's gonna <laughs> be out there. Okay, let's see. <laughs> 162 times. Is that a tie I see? That is a tie. Oh. Preston and I tied. (laughs) You tied your cum together. And we said it like way more than everybody else. Like almost double. (laughs) (laughs) Brad and I were up there though. Yeah, I I was third. Zach was fourth. Oh, like scumbag in cum box, cum chowder. I remember the Brumble farting all the come out group name that last. That was a pretty good one. Come crusted but, clam clippers is the <laughs> group name. But come, come chowder. Come as pop tarts. Come crumb gribble. It's <laughs> funny. Like <laughs> say that three times fast with a load in your mouth. With a load in my mouth. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know that I will. Okay, I need more wine. Who has it? I have. Oh, I'm almost out. I better uh, polish this off. So, um, Brad, you're into data. What's data? You want some of this? Prospecting Yeah, give me some of that. That P&M. There you go. Yeah. Uh, I'm curious what other, what, what I should, uh, gather for next week. And we can talk about it off, off the show, but... I, it's not not that hard to build. I think it'd be Queries. interesting to see who has posted the most. Oh, like total so, yeah. message count? Yeah. Okay. If and that's possible. Oh, well, I could just add onto this, like, percentage of their total yeah. messages. And then, I mean, things that I thought about, like, who has the most cumulative likes? Mm. Um, who has uh, Who has the best like-to-post ratio? 
would be another good oh, one. that'd be good. That would be good. Okay. That's a good data statistic there. Yeah, big data. Oh, See, yeah. like, who you're going to bet on next next time they post, yeah. how many likes they're going to get. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, at this point, we could pretty much make a Brumble AI that could <laughs> just say what we're going to say for yeah, us. Yeah, can we have it generate phrases based on what we've already said? <laughs> <laughs> Probably and do, do like a subreddit simulator Only it's a group me simulator And I don't know whether it'd be funnier To have it post under just a name That we give it or have it randomly post Under somebody's name in the group <laughs> If we were to do that Like it, it just shows up You can't really and, do that like I know can't that, post, That'd be a little difficult somebody. but Well yeah. It should be so funny this, if Chris just randomly said something about like come and fuck and we're just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so Actually, something that would be normal. Something I've talked to briefly. We'll just touch on this for a second. Okay. Um, like I've had in the back of my mind for like years, like we should, we could do all like, cause we, for a while we were like migrating between apps and stuff. Like I know I could build us a chat app. Like I know for sure I could. Yeah. Like I've, I've done it. And we could add our own features of things that we wanted, and it would be ours. I would give everybody in the group access to all the data if they wanted it, mm. which you already actually like people should know how easy it was for me to get all of this data. Like, I think people should just generally be aware of that. Um, uh, yeah, kind of I mean, PSA. you, you got to qualify that with the kind of technical skills it takes to access the API. But yeah, theoretically, it's incredibly easy. Yeah. And as far as like some of some of the like some things are a lot harder to crack, but they do like that's not to say like group me follows like the, like actual real web API standards. And it wasn't like any harder than it would be for me to like download all of, all of Twitter or whatever. So. Um, anyway, that's to say, like, I, like, I, I'm trying to, 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 to weigh the value versus like the time it would take. And then all the bullshit of like people just bitching about having to migrate again, switching but, to another but app. I'm saying like, we could do it. So. I think there would be, uh, more of a following cause it's like within the group, you know, it's, yeah, it's our support. Yeah. It would be our app, you know, yeah. like it would be our thing and we could like, like do whatever the fuck we wanted on it and. I'd migrate again as long as it worked. Yeah, that's like a big, big point. That's a good point. It would have to work. Yeah, I'd, I, I, and it wouldn't be free. Like, I mean, it, it would be free. I'm saying, but like, we would have to pay. Well, of course, some. Have to pay I would have to pay to host it or whatever. So, yeah. and then I don't know. Like, it's not that much data. Obviously, like we can search. I can search through thirty three thousand historical messages, and like I searched for the word the, and it took like. I don't know, 12 seconds. Yeah. So it's not, so we could add like some of this, like stuff I'm building. Like I could import all the old group, group me messages. So they would be there and yeah. we could have all the historical stuff and then have our own chat thing. Nice. So anyway, that's like a sidebar. If people are interested in that, you can like tell me <laughs> and for it, man. You could. Uh, well, I'm not going to do it unless people are like, "Yeah, that's a good idea." But like Brad, we've talked about. You brought up good points. Like, I, one, I, good, I like, still have some serious reservations about it. Yeah. Why? Okay. It's it's just security issues, right? 
you know, I've uh, you don't want people uh, knowing uh, how many times you said come. Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, the the exposure you get, even with a private chat app like GroupMe, mm-hmm. is obviously um, a, a difficult spot. But that being said, you have credential access to this information. Whereas if we did our own application, we would have to provide all of the security for it. I'd, I'd like you to send me your requirements because I think I can meet them. Like right. I can do SSL, I can do SHA encryption. All right, and that, that, I, I would be satisfied with that. And I don't know what else you'd want. But so. then you have to take into consideration, uh, you know, what uh, what's the advantage? Right. What you know? What to the what, end users? What, us? Uh, yeah. Is there a substantial difference that is going to improve? What's what's bigger? Maybe what, not. What we do in this? Yeah, app. maybe not. So, you know, I th- I, I got to give GroupMe credit. They did a pretty good job. And well, Microsoft you know, bought them. Microsoft is 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 doing good with their cloud services. They're not. Yeah. Um, pulling a Facebook. So maybe like alternatively, one thing I could build is like this stuff I'm dicking around with. Like make like a GroupMe tool kit or whatever. And like I've thought about like doing that and making it public so other people with their group me groups could install and yeah like, yeah now th- that. Th- that would be a nice GitHub project right yeah. there. So anyway, but like I might do that anyway. But I've just been thinking about it for a while. Like there might be because we like there may be more like specific things we would want in like just for our specific group. Or whatever, like, hey, we should build this feature, yeah. and you know, some of us like to like tinker around and hack on stuff, so it might be fun to like, yeah, hey, let's build this feature this weekend. It'd be fun to do. Right. Of course, I'm going to be like immersed in VR for like the next two years. So, <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, what what if our our new app supported VR and <laughs> supported live podcasting? Yeah, we could we could pretty much do this twenty four seven. Like there's anyway, I could geek out on that shit forever. But there's like there's web protocols. It'd be quick to build a like voice calling feature, like a walkie talkie feature. Like GroupMe doesn't have that. Yeah. Voxer has that. Anyway. What's <laughs> WhatsApp has that? Yeah. And they just uh they recently switched everything over to encryption. Yeah. By everything, I mean not everything. <laughs> the messages themselves are encrypted, but the phone numbers, the usernames, all of the metadata associated with it is not encrypted. So while the actual information that's being transferred can't be seen, everything other than that can be seen. So really doesn't make much of a difference. I, th- I think it, we... It's a good first step, but... Um, I, I, we just live in a world and you know more about this than I do, but like where I've told people that ask me about security, like a blanket statement is like, look, everything you do online could be seen by someone if they yes. really wanted to. And that still stands and yeah. that will probably forever stand Yeah, is if you do not want anybody knowing the information that you're trying to transmit. Yeah. Do don't. not do it on the internet. <laughs> yeah, don't use the internet. It doesn't matter where it's at on the internet. Yeah. People could find it if they wanted to. So, uh, you know, as part of the uh, acceptable use agreement you make every time you get online. <laughs> yeah. Right? 
Google knows everything you're searching. Facebook knows everything you type in. You need to go into these situations knowing that everything you type, everything you do is being monitored and logged. So prepare accordingly. Whether or not people care... It's right. a different it, story. It, it, exactly. But, but the, it, point, the, the point isn't whether people care or not. I agree. Uh, you know, I, we're on the same page about this, mm-hmm. but... Um, I'm just saying, like, you shouldn't, like, freak out and not use the internet because the internet's, like, amazing. Exactly. You, you could tinfoil this all day long. Yeah. And say, oh, they're, they're watching me. They're looking at every single Google search. Uh, they really don't give a fuck. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they did just pull up your name and in the database of everybody that said this word. I mean, this is, uh, you know, the fact that you can do this with our group me group. Right. What do you think That's the NSA can do? That's what I'm getting at. What do you think the NSA can do? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They could, they could, they have very. They've seen how many times you it, type it, Asian ass porn it, <laughs> into the search bar. Exactly, but you, eight hundred twenty-seven. Oh wait, talking to is it downs. case sensitive? Talking to you, Downs. <laughs> <laughs> is it case sensitive? Yeah. So before or after nine eleven? <laughs> yeah. And I, I'm not to totally I'm different not, kinds of Asian ass porn. Wait, did we have group me before or after nine eleven? What? <laughs> uh, I don't know. If, That'd be an interesting date to jump to. Because we saw the we saw the year 20, 2011. Yeah. Oh wait, yeah, it was yeah, it was oh, after. Yeah, but, but it was Chris, before. Oh, two thousand eleven. Yeah, <laughs> we're, we're about a no, decade was, ahead here, okay. guys. Yeah, sorry. Thank you. I was no, I was. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Bottle of wine in. Oh Jesus. Okay. Fuck. What year? <laughs> what year is it? Okay. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Now that everybody's like just freaked out. I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm generally pretty trusting of people to not dick with my shit, but maybe. Yeah, you you have to consider that ninety nine percent of the time people really just don't give a fuck. Yeah. They don't they don't care what you say online or what you're doing, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't take that into consideration. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we don't expect a lot of things to happen, but there are always surprises that can come back and bite you in the butt. Yeah. All right. So we have three more games and then we can roll the wheel again. What's oh, uh, are, are we doing all the games? Aren't we? Or no, no, no. no. One, one, one topic per spin. Okay, let's spin the wheel. I mean, we can, we, we can spin this wheel and go to a different subject. We'll see. Jesus. Oh, what's it going to be? Ooh, life. <laughs> life. Life, which it's a topic. What broad topics. It's a topic here. You know what? I'm going to let you guys choose what we want to talk about. Okay. Um, Birthdays and getting older. That's the one you want to choose? Oh, I don't know. I'm just reading out loud. We have have birthdays and getting older, books that are better than movies and vice versa, wine and coffee intricacy nerdgasm, wild party is no muse, DVT and blood thinners. Let's do a post rock. Oh, shit. Fuck. Spook. <laughs> spook. We, we actually talked about, yeah, we spook. Talked about spook. We can we can X that one off. Okay. And let's talk about this podcast. I'm we're, all for we're, we're gonna post, save that post for rock, end. obviously. 
And we we should start this with with the muse though, because it's all it's all music all right, related. The music related. Let's do both of those together as one. Yeah, it is. so it, it, it's all I. <laughs> so with with Wild Party, what were you getting at there? So you want to stir up graves, obviously. Uh, no, I'm not trying to stir up graves. I'm just <laughs> stating a plain fact: is that Wild Party's no muse. Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, I mean, Wild Party's got their thing. That, that that's cool. I get it, but Muse, the the did ta- he make a comparison at one point? Like, Ax said, "Hey, Graves." <laughs> I, no, but we we all know Graves has a wild a wild party hard on. He does, yeah. And he thinks they're better than every other band in the world, and he hates Muse, which is uh, absolutely incorrect. <laughs> Just wrong. Yeah, I, you know, I, the Muse has many problems, but you can't deny the fact that they're a better band than some little indie fuckery at a SoCal singing their so hip hop songs. Did you like with the Wild Party album? Oh yeah, the Wild Party album's great. It, it is great. Uh, right now, how Muse is better than Wild Party? <laughs> it, it, it was certainly a good uh, flavor of the month. I can't get over the clicking. Said anything to add? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with you. I listened to the shit out of the Wild Party album. I think. Oh yeah, I did. I did year. too. When when Graves Hack said my mic isn't on, <laughs> but Hack said, but I can hear you. It hasn't really stood the test of time with me, at least. No. Like I haven't really listened to it past last summer or last fall. It, it, exactly. <laughs> but and when you think back about all of the friggin' songs and the riffs that Muse has, right. Like it, it, it's incredible. Yeah. Gra- Graves said, "Muse sucks, Nickelback dick." <laughs> wow, that was his response. Bold, and I'm skeptical every time a Muse album comes out. Every single time, I'm like, "Okay, they're gonna have three awesome yeah. songs. They're gonna have a bunch of filler shit just because you know they they kind of run their own thing now. Like they can, mm-hmm. they don't have to bend to the will of the labels. Like they have a big name. They sell out a lot of shows." And they they make a lot of money for people. So just by doing their thing, they come out with an album with some fleshed out songs, but that are you know radio ready. Or <laughs> Zach's gonna try to play one. <laughs> nice a little hysteria. Yeah. Uh, but then, you know, they have their experimental stuff that they try that I really, I personally don't like that stuff very much. And it, I it, it, it's hit and miss with it. Yeah. And I, but you know, their, their radio it. singles are rocking. Yes. No, I, I agree they're, with you. They're pretty good. But, and you know, and they're not, you they're not show, afraid to experiment. And then you go to a show and they play all the songs that people they're, like. And that's, yeah, that's they're, I, I would argue. Malchile. What? He's talking about League. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, their live shows are unparalleled. They put yeah. on a hell of a show. And it's pretty reasonably priced. I think it was like 75 bucks or something, which how much would you play, pay for a Coldplay concert, you know, and like get not $3. Whoa, 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 whoa. Zach? Yeah. Zach Lambert? Yeah, what's up, man? Oh, nothing much. Just playing some League with Pope. Hey, you Graves. Know. Oh, were you talking to Pope about your Mayo Kyle? Because you were on the podcast right then. Oh, Nice. So, yeah, I'm on uh, Curse with Pope. I tried to get him in a Discord, but he wasn't doing it. Graves, are you listening to right Wild Party yeah, while you're, you're playing League you're of Legends? You're on it right now because Brad had on, on, on his list of things to talk about was Wild Party is no muse dash possible Graves intermission. 
I got a half a bottle of sake in me. I'm pretty well qualified to talk just about about anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, get right Pope in here. He's he's in. It sounds like so. Uh, Wild party versus Muse Graves. You got you have thirty seconds. Muse is just nonstop droning. It's terrible. Their album was even called Drones. Like, give me a fucking break. It's a joke. It's a joke of a band. It's like, ha, 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 ha. Give us your fucking money. We're terrible. But everybody's like, oh, no, they're good. They're not. I like how you're just vigorously right-clicking. Just clicking. Just League of Legends clicking. <laughs> oh, I vigorously clicked my way to my death. Pope yeah. wanted my help. And just... I got fucking deleted. I should have left Pope to die. That's how that's how fussy I am over this whole fucking news thing. Okay. <laughs> they have no talent, much less are they like. You can't say they have no talent. Party. Come on. I can't say that. It's all the same. All the same song. Hey, why we why we have you guys here? Who do you think has said uh, the word "come" the most in the history of the Brumble Pod on GroupMe? Uh, it's gotta uh, be Brad Fisher. I'm stuck between two. It's, for me, it's either Brad Fisher or Fitz. It, it it is a tie between Brian and Preston. What? <laughs> We're cum fiends, dude. What can I say? <laughs> okay. Cum bros. All right. Well, I'm gonna go AFK and then talk to you guys later. All right. <laughs> hey, thanks, guys. <laughs> All right. So there, there was your, bre- there, look your at that intermission. No, he he brought up maybe one good point. <laughs> I think. So. Yeah, yeah, there there was a point to be had. He was talking about, and he, I guess he didn't make this point, but he was talking about how their album's called Drones, and that just reminds me of how they try to make every single lyric like politically charged. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I don't like that at all. Like, yeah, I, I, and their lyrics are really shitty. Yeah, to, yeah. To be clear, the lyrics are. <laughs> Fucking awful. Except Take a Bell. <laughs> yeah. Take a Bell is a sweet song lyrically. And I'm, but the other thing is, and I'm not. Michael's Revelations. I'm not, I'm not a lyrics person, so I don't give a shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. As long you're as there like for the, the music. You're not there for the message. Right. But their name is Muse, so you're there for the music. Oh, Ooh. shit. Their name isn't Mess. That's right. <laughs> no, but their live shows are like so intricately done oh yeah every they it's like back just boys. little details that they don't need yeah. to have that well they and they probably named their album drones just so they could put drones in their live set oh absolutely because I, they I have drones in their live set how they do fucking inc- oh of course yeah yeah it's, it's incredible yeah i really think that they think in those terms like what is our live show going to be like for our next album that we put out they're like and uh, what's the des- how's the design of that album and the concept of that album going to fit in to what we do on stage because absolutely that's going to be how they make their money. People uh, of course, shit all no, like, okay, no, go. they are not making hardly any money off of that actual album. No. People are streaming that. So where do you get the revenue from? You get them from your touring kick ass yeah. show. So they come up with the, you know, some, a couple of songs that they think the crowd will love and that are riffy and they can rip a solo in and, uh, they do those live. Drums. They just integrate that in with their existing set list. Yeah. There we go. It's fucking sweet. It's like OK Go in music videos. <laughs> yeah. But I loved I loved their show when I went to it. They're, not, they're not like my favorite band, but I always catch myself listening to them. Yeah. Like I, I, they're one of the few bands where I'm like, oh, man, I want to listen to this song right now. Yeah. So while we're talking about favorite bands, 
Yeah. How was uh, Caspian? So I was late for Caspian. Oh, what? Yeah. Uh, the show was at, so doors were at 630. Uh, show was at 730. And I got off work at five. Uh-huh. You know, so it was cutting it pretty close. We made it for the last song of Caspian. Wow. Which was Sycamore, which is on their album Tertia. And it's a fucking sweet song. It's the same song they closed with when I saw them in Atlanta. Uh-huh. Um, it was really good. It, it, it wasn't their fault that it didn't sound as good. They had like, cause they were opening for a big band, you know, the opener never sounds as good as the, yeah. and we were kind of far away and that kind of stuff, but it was still really enjoyable. Under oath surprised me. Those guys really can kill it. Yeah. So I used to listen to under oath. I listened to that one album a lot. They're, they're only, only chasing, chasing safety, safety. Yeah. which this tour is their kind of, it's, they're calling it rebirth. It's their reunion where they're playing all the way through. They're only chasing safety. And then all the way through Define the great line, which oh. are two consecutive albums. I don't know why I didn't fucking go. Um, cause it was sold out. But so I only listened to the one they're only chasing safety and they played all the way through it and it was fucking good. Like it sounded good. They were really tight. Um, it was like, I mean, they never, it was like, they never split up. It worked so well together. The guy screaming, like, I'm not a big fan of screaming, but because of the nostalgia factor, I could listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. And he sounded incredible. He's good though. Like live, like he can do it live. Yeah. And Aaron just like kills it usually live. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, I, I would get, they're one of those bands. I would go just to listen to the drummer, like turn all the other fucking music off. Yeah. And just let Aaron play for two and a half hours. The only critique I had is when he sings the drummer, mm-hmm. um, his mic wasn't up really loud enough, mm-hmm. and, which is kind of crazy. Cause he, has he usually sings of, like the gang vocal parts yeah, where the whole well, crowd sings along to. He has like the hooks, you know, yeah. like the catchy poppy sounding hooks. And it's funny. I was talking to Preston and, and downs about this as well. Um, listening to them back then, you know, you kind of had this feeling of, oh man, this is like a hardcore band. They're screaming. <laughs> they got like a couple breakdowns, <laughs> but listening to it now, I'm like, this is like really catchy. It's just like catchy pop with screaming on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is fine. You know, take it one way, take it the other, but it's, yeah, that's just. So you haven't listened to you. that, like lost the, the sound of silence and separation, I think is the name of that album. No. I can't remember what it is. There's a couple songs that are just like really, really heavy. And, well, and I noticed rad. that I noticed like, that when they switched over to doing Define the great line, yeah. is that first song in regards to myself. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty, that's a pretty heavy song. Ding, ding, and they, they ding, have like ding. a lot of more hardcore elements ding. in there. Yeah. And I stayed, stayed for that one too. That was, that was a ballin' song. So do they like do two sets? Yeah. Oh, okay. They walked off stage and they came back on for the second album. That's really cool. Yeah. And they played them in the order of the album? Yep. That's really mm. cool. There was one song, Down, Set, Go, on They're Only Chasing Safety. Uh, that was kind of when they, they got to that song, which is probably like four or five on the album. And they stopped and he kind of finally talked to the crowd and you know, said, that thanks for coming out and we're, we're all back together as a band, blah, blah, blah. And we're doing this tour and we decided to do these albums. This is the one song that we've never played live ever. <laughs> it's called Down Set Go and they played it and it was like the fucking coolest song yeah. of the set in my opinion hmm. but I don't know it was just cool that they're they're doing songs that they used to not play live ever and they're just like yeah. we're gonna figure it out yeah. that is like can you stand that stuff under oath no you can't stand the screaming or whatever no I can't did you ever could you ever mm, no okay like hold on I just wanna play
The closest I ever Cause, got because they're like riffy as hell too. Like they do, but they're they are. I don't know. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. I we we went and saw uh, Maylene at yeah. Remington's downtown. That was uh, the first and only screaming concert I've ever been to. That was a sweet show. It, it was. <laughs> it was it was insane. This is number one from Define the Great Line. <laughs> so like uh. it's it's cool. Okay, so you, you hear that, but I don't Okay, hold on. Man, I like hate that music now, but listening to that just like kind of <laughs> pumps me up a little bit. Like thinking about all those bands I used to listen yeah. to. It's weird. Hold on, there's nostalgia. Okay. Yeah, it's strange. Okay, it's this video. So the, the beginning of the song is stupid because they're just like building it up really big. This is a video from behind Aaron Gillespie, the drummer. And this is a good fucking song, but. But watching this guy play the drums, like, he's makes me like I have to, like, get behind a drum set, like, right now and just start beating the shit out of the drums. Yeah. (laughs) It's crazy. One thing I noticed about him as a drummer is. You know, they're only chasing safety. You could get through songs like that just playing like simple drum beats. Mm. Yeah. But it's like the fills that he chooses to do that kind of switch it up. Yeah, he's getting after it. And he's not, so he's not a like classic, like a lot of these, some of the metal guys. So, like, one of the things that sets them apart is like metal drummers and metal guitarists are very like technical and they're like all about like building up to almost like classical music, like building up to playing perfect. And like he, he has like a, it's a, it's a rare thing to find somebody like this dude. And you know, there's a lot of other people out there, but that has, has like taking, taken a, like being a fan of a genre, but almost like, he's just like, fuck it. I'm not going to like learn it that way. I'm going to like, I'm just going to do my own thing. I'm just going to do it and sort of emulate it. And that, like, I think, I think he's like just fucking amazing at that. And he's not like, I don't think he was a drummer first. Even I think he was yeah, just like, know. yeah. This is uh this is actually from the show. This is from someone else's Instagram post because I wanted to actually find this moment. But there's the song where there's all those gang vocals, all the music drops out. And it's just drowning. In oh yeah, this is from Colby's thing. I'm drowning. What? Is this from Colby's thing? What? This no, this video? is from the Under Oath show that I went to. Is it? You said someone else's Instagram. Is it Colby? No, Colby Morris. Oh, okay. So that's just the crowd. This breakdown is fucking amazing. <laughs> that cuts out, but. That was, I mean, that was a cool moment because everyone had their phones up with the lights on and like <laughs> of just course. doing the gang vocals Naturally. thing. And I'm kind of a sucker for that stuff. And <laughs> they are like lyrically intense and they're awesome. Like they're like kind of clean, but like serious. They're not just like, they're not metal. Like you're like, let's rip our heads off and yeah. Fucked with an Fuck knife. our brains <laughs> with a, 
Stole full of maggots. Yeah, whatever. Cannibal corpse. Yeah. So anyway, they're they're good. Anyway, I, I'm I was pretty sad I wasn't at that show, but I saw like Colby's post on Facebook, and he posted a video, and I was like, God, I should have fucking been. There. <laughs> it was. I love Under Oath. I was fully prepared. To but I've seen like, them five yeah, times. Yeah, and I'd seen I've them before. Seen them five, and so it's like. I can't really, I couldn't really make it. And I, I couldn't. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to change my schedule so I can go. And then tickets were sold out. So whatever. <laughs> so now shifting totally, but still on music. Oh, Brad, yeah. Brad shares my love for post-rock. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. So I, I asked you to come up with your, your top five favorite post-rock albums, but, um, before that, what do you like? What do you like most about the genre? What I like about post rock, uh, well, I, in particular, I like the ambience of it, right? And that that's kind of shown in my top five list. But I, I use it quite often as background music, as relaxing music, you know, the things to unwind to, and so. Um, you know, having vocals is nice for music, but in, in these particular circumstances, the instruments, just just listening to them create the sound is um, important Yeah. In, in, in what I get out of post-rock. Yeah. And so I think that's what what really drives my my love for post-rock music is is the sound. Yeah. I did like a little a little bit of research here to find out where like what the origins of post rock were. All right, West uh, Texas, huh? Is it West Texas? It's not. Yeah, no kidding. Because every single band ever, we'll get to the desert. (laughs) So it it really started in Germany, and it was called like kraut rock and kraut. (laughs) So that was deemed by like some magazine that wrote an article on on the genre, and it you know kraut obviously is like a slur for German, Um, but. This was like a, they they described it as post psychedelic jamming and moody progressive rock, mixed with ideas from contemporary experimental classical music, and it, it the whole goal was to move away from the patterns of song structure and melody, um, of the rock that was really prevalent in America. And yeah, y- so like Led Zeppelin, using modern instruments with a classical kind of sound structure. Right. It's it's weird. I, I compare it a lot to jazz, how mm, yeah, people yeah. kind of jam on simple ideas, and then over the top of that, they layer ambience. Like, they improvise those kinds of th- those kinds of ideas with a lot of effects on them, like delay and reverb, and just creating soundscapes and the walls of sound, as a lot of post-rock bands are known for. And I don't know. That's what I love about it. I love it. Do you have like a a a moment in a song, like as an example? Oh, geez, of of uh, <laughs> like that might like with that frame of mind of like because some people might be turned off instantly because they're like, "Where's the song?" You know, in this or whatever. But like, if 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 you if you were to stage for someone, hey, this is a point in this song. Like this is maybe the climax of the song, or this is the type of thing you're listening for, like an intricacy, or a, I don't know, like if you know if someone was completely new to it, where what song or what you know point of a song would you point them to 
Because I, I say point of a song because some of those songs are like nine minutes. Or um, yeah, that's that's kind of what Brad and I talked about. We were like, because we, we talked about talking about post-rock on the podcast. Yeah, and we, we even were talking about whether or not we should play any post-rock. And it's like, you know, you, know, you can't even play a minute of it and get like a fully developed idea. Like, I mean, they just, they, they tease an idea really lightly and then they just build it, build it, build it. But if I had to pick one, I guess... I don't know. Probably like the end of the song called "The Heart That Fed" by Caspian, and that's from one of their EPs. And granted, this is you know this is more. Go before that. So it's it's kind of it's like picking out themes. Like you hear a theme and. I love I love working to post rock in the background because it like shit just builds. And it's interesting here because this is one of the few songs where they have vocals, but it's heavily affected. So just and it just like builds and builds for day. Like you think it should be done, and it just keeps going. Yeah, yeah, and, and and the cool thing is there there isn't any kind of lyrics that tell you what this is about. Right. There's nothing there, so you have to make up the scenario of the sound for yourself. It's a mood. Yeah. I mean, it's the language of music. That, yeah. It just keeps going <laughs> until it doesn't, and that's like the payoff. So like That's this a is money shot. This right is a there. dead. Hold on. And then all the guitars come in in unison, just playing this super heavy riff. I like that it doesn't sound perfect. You know, like. Yeah. Yeah, because like people people might try to make the connection of this and like uh, prog rock, you know. But to me, or, like uh, what's the name? Like the Through the Fire and Flames, Dragon Force. Yeah, well, I mean, like <laughs> stuff like that. Like I think people may, in a way, associate that. Like it's sort of what I was comparing, like Aaron Gillips, like the styles of drumming, you know. Yeah. B- between. Like, I, what what do I mean by like I like that it's not perfect is because there's like a, a like the person playing the instrument is behind. There's like the real sense of human error. Be, yeah, exactly behind, behind it. it, and not like they they did the equation right or they they yeah. played it perfectly. Which like I love classical music when I like can hear like the person playing it. Like that's mm. like that's why a lot of people like Yo Yo Ma because yeah. he like. You you can hear a piece and you're like that's fucking Yo Yo Ma playing that yeah and and but it doesn't like it the person like makes the piece better not like you know absolutely whatever. so yeah. I think there's it's, like I think that's a thing that I've seen uh, I went to someone like a uh, a group like piano like it was an instructor like giving a group it was an instructor giving one person 
a piano instruction as a lesson to everyone else. So there's like a hundred people in the room, but he's pretending like there's no one else in the room basically. And then, so it was like an observational like piano thing. And, and he, uh, basically made the illustration of like, like you, you are playing this perfectly note by note perfectly. And it sounds like it's like 90% there. And so I think I, I agree. Like, yeah, the, there's not a human touch. Yeah. So to like it. post rock, is, yeah, I think that like it's, well, natu- so it's many naturally imperfect. It's such a convoluted genre. Like yeah. so many people hate the word post rock, and even just like you know other labels for genres like rock or whatever. It's just so generic. Yeah, but there there have been different kinds. So you know, I, I mentioned Gelastic, this, this. Sometimes the fools body you, and sometimes Jesus. you body the fool. <laughs> so I was talking about like kraut rock and how it's like mainly psychedelic music from the '60s, and I actually listened to some of this because I'm not as familiar with it, and it was like fucking weird, like too fucking weird for me. It's like very synthy, uh, but you know, bands like Pink Floyd, Frank Zappa, and even like Jimi Hendrix took on mm-hmm. some of those ideas. Oh yeah, it's in there. And uh, so that was like kind of the more psychedelic movement and kind of what pioneered that into uh, America or or even Britain, but. Uh, some of like the the earliest examples of post rock as we know it is like Godspeed You Black Emperor. Yeah. Or like Stars of the Lid. And anybody who listens to those is gonna be like, This is fucking weird. <laughs> Godspeed You Black Emperor has like twenty minute songs <laughs> and they just can go anywhere. And they go anywhere very, very slowly. And they're just simple ideas. I don't even know how they come up with them. Yeah. I don't know how they remember them to perform them. But you know, it, they're very like desolate. They're very spatial. Um, but they, but they're also like seamless. Like they, they just transition seamlessly from idea to idea and they build on something and just kind of layer it and layer it. But I, I really like Godspeed, you black emperor. I don't know how Brad feels about him. He said, he's- I, you know, I, I, I put that on there first. I confused them with, uh, what, what was the other group? Stars of the lid. No, it wasn't Stars of the Lid. Um, anyway, I said I hated them. I uh, take it back. Whoa. You take it back, huh? <laughs> I, I, I take it back. <laughs> I actually listened to them today. Yeah. Um, so that I could justify my hatred for them. But I found myself Liking saying, them. oh, shit, this is actually They have uh, some cool ideas. Like, good. you know, if you can power past the weird stuff, they have some really awesome songs that are just epic oh, you just yeah. kind of chill out don't think like i'm gonna listen to this song and then intently just be waiting for the song <laughs> to be over like just put on the song and do something else uh <laughs> but beyond that you know even bands like radiohead started incorporating ideas like this into kid a oh yeah absolutely kid a was certainly post-rock yeah yeah i mean that's it, a lot of people were kind of upset about Kid A, right? When it came out, because <laughs> yeah, they they <laughs> didn't like understand the, it. I you know, and I I would say Radiohead has transformed as a band and been able to change their sound. So, like, what band would you say got you into post rock? The band that got me into post rock, I, I gotta say, this will destroy you, and that that's why it's on my list. Yeah, I, I've listened to a lot of them. A, a lot of different bands, but and we'll hit your list here in a second. Yeah, but you know, sorry, this is really nerdy. This is like my Red Hot Chili Peppers, Zach Warmington moment. So, exactly, you know, except these bands have talent. Oh, <laughs> hey. oh shit. 
sorry, worms. Shit. So this will destroy you, and they are from Texas. They are from Texas. They they come from the post rock area of Texas. And uh, I I kind of wrote down some of the uh, the the popular post rock bands, you know, from the genre and where they're from. That's one thing I love about the genre. It has such an international representation. It does. Because there's no vocals, so it doesn't matter. You can't fucking understand anything. It's just all. I mean, it's all music. So you just take it for for what you hear. You don't yeah, have to, yeah, like, and uh, uh, arguably the, the the biggest band in that respect is of course Zeros. Yeah, uh, you know, just it, it, it's incredible the kind of sounds you can make, right? Regardless of, and that's kind of you know, like I said, I didn't like the lyrics of Muse, but that didn't bother me because you know I like his voice. He sings good melodies. He sings very well. So his voice to me is like an instrument. Yeah, and it's the yeah, same of course, it's the same thing. Do you understand a single word that's ever come out of well, Jonesy's mouth? You can't because I mean Jonesy <laughs> from Sigaros has said himself. You know they use the language that yeah, they made Hopelandic. up, Hopelandic, which is gibberish. Yeah, it, it, it proves that you don't need language in order to convey of idea or feeling yeah and, and even in that i mean even in that caspian song you know it's highly highly affected vocals you can't really understand what he's saying yeah. there probably are lyrics they probably know what they're saying because they have to do it live and mogwai did that a lot too of course and mogwai yes. is like one of my favorite that's mm-hmm. the band that got me into it but anyway so godspeed black emperors from canada mm. mogwai is from scotland sigaros from iceland uh russian circles from chicago and then this will destroy you. Stars of the lid, explosions in the sky, all from Texas. <laughs> God is an astronaut it's from Scotland. Yindi Haldas from England. PG Lost is from Sweden. I mean, it's just all over the place, and you would never know it otherwise. Like they all fit pretty well. And yeah, it's an eclectic collection. Yeah. So, like, what do you? What, a collection. <laughs> a collection. And a collection, if you will. Zach, do you do you uh, delve into this very much? I don't like. I'm not. I mean, I. I. Well, what I was gonna say is that I was. You have Aegis Berin on this list specifically. Let's go over Brad's list. His top five. Because so, I could talk about Zeros quite a bit, but. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. I, I mean, of course. So you have uh, Young Mountain. Yes, uh, this will destroy you's original EP. Well, it was very incredible. Of course, Hammock is on there with Departure yeah. Songs, which was their swan song. Yeah. It was incredible. Uh, and, of course, The Sea of Rose. It's fantastic. Um, Caspian. Can't forget about them. And uh, Sig- Signal Hill. Yeah, that, Signal was the one that, that one I've I, not heard of. I, I would say arguably me. the most upbeat post-rock band there is. Well... For a second, I want to talk about like on the kind of the deviations in the genre. So I said the genre is like very convoluted, but there are like all kinds of different styles oh, that I listen yeah. to. I mean, like you have like your post metal and your black metal, and that's like that is uh, Caspian's like kind of on the verge of that. Like they get kind of heavy. They're definitely definitely in there. Then there's like Year of No Light, Russian Circles, Rosetta, Cult of Luna. Like all of these are just super heavy, dark black metal kind of post rock. But then there's like yeah. the math rock. Ones which is more along the lines that you were. Talking I, I would about say earlier, I've been like, more towards that what? than the actual heavy metal kind the of math stuff. rock. Yeah, I, really. Yeah, I, I I think I I like that. Zach's throwing things at symbols. Yeah, per- perfect example. <laughs> perfect example. That was a great riff. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I was trying to throw it over that. 
Anyway. So math rock basically is just, you know, all the, all the awesome drummers and awesome guitar players come together and try to make up all kinds of weird time signatures and play weird, yeah. weird shit that you can't like nod your head to. Cause you don't know where the downbeat is. <laughs> um, and th- that's bands like toe. And there's a band, there's a band actually that I, I really like called. And so I watch you from afar, which is another mm. characteristic of post-rock bands. You gotta have a long fucking name. Of course. But this band to me sounds like summer mm. in the form of post-rock. Like it's mm. a really fun and it's, so I watch like, from afar. Yeah. And they kind of shred on the guitar a little bit. And then there's like the shoegaze kind of droney kind of stuff. And they call it shoegaze because everyone's staring at their pedals the whole time, <laughs> switching them on and off. And then there's like the atmospheric down tempo kind of stuff like Tycho or Hammock. You know, like the dream yeah. pop. The yeah, dream pop. More, kinda, more ambience. Like the album leaf. Uh, a lot of people have heard the album leaf. Yeah. Oh, yes. falls in that category. Lowercase noises. A lot of these guys are like duos. You know, they're not full bands. They're just like two guys that get together and like make sound. Let's just make an album and not play live ever. <laughs> <laughs> so Signal Hill. I haven't listened to them very much. Are you bringing up? And so I watched you from afar. I just had never heard of them. You might like it actually. Which album? That one. What's happening, Brad? Brad's the the, the sand keeps falling down. Oh, just pull it back up and that's, twist it. That's okay. That one. That's a good album. Okay. I'll add it. Let's do it tomorrow. Nice. You should add Toe as well. Fucking Toe. What is this music? Did you play it? Yeah. Oh. Which, which Toe album? The one with the deer on it? Yeah, that one. The book about my idle plot on a vague anxiety? Yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the other disclaimer is not only does the band name need to be at least four characters long, the album name needs to well, be Well, and song titles, eight. but I, I like the way that Hammock uses song titles. So, like, bring up a Hammock album, Zach. Just do, like, uh, Raising a Voice Trying to Stop an Echo. That one, the one with the jacket, yeah. Like some of those titles just like set the perfect mood for every one of their songs. Like yeah. listening to Hammock is like listening to Air. <laughs> Chorus of Trees is this album or this song. And when I went camping with Shane and Tim, I fell asleep in my fucking hammock listening course, to Hammock. Of course. And it was <laughs> amazing. <laughs> like what are some other song titles on there? Uh, startle the heavens Take a drink from my hands Floating away in every direction Just uh. <laughs> <laughs> This is floating away in every direction Oh Jesus Oh yeah I'm already floating away <laughs> If you ever just want to chill the fuck out If you ever want to take a ballin' nap, nap to hammock. If you want to take a frightening nap, nap to stars of the lid. (laughs) Because stars of the lid sounds like you're floating away in space and you're never coming back. (laughs) And I did not enjoy that experience. (laughs) Because I did that. I was like, this band's really chill. I'm going to put them on. And, you know, I'm just going to like nap. Yeah, and yeah. It'll, I felt like fucking Sandra Bullock in right. Gravity. <laughs> <laughs> I 
turns into the ending of 2001. Yeah. It really, that's, that's honestly what I thought of. December hunting for a vegetarian fuckface? Who's that? That's Stars of the Lid. <laughs> the Just 17 minutes and 45 song. seconds long. Of course. Yeah. So, I guess I'll, I'll reel off my top five real quick. Sierra. Uh, these are in no particular order, but Departure Songs, Hammock. So of course. we had that one yeah. in common. Waking Season, Caspian, we mm. had that one in common. Uh, happy Songs for Happy People by Mogwai. That's right. basically the album yeah. that got me got me into this. I remember listening to that on my lunch break in my Maxima in the parking lot of Price Cutter. <laughs> wow. And I had really shitty speakers back then. <laughs> uh, Red Forest by If These Trees Could Talk. They're a little heavier, a little more on the math rock side. They are. That's a little far for me. And then uh, In Never Out by PG Lost. They're Ooh. also a little hard for me, but I yeah. understand. Yeah, <laughs> I like I like some of the heavier stuff for sure. Nice. Anyway. That's really all I had. Just want to touch on that because Brad shares the love, and I know that Stephen does. Well, yeah, we're well. not we're not alone. Yeah, I, I would like to think that this is great music to work to. Yeah, you don't have to pay attention to it, but whenever something awesome happens, you kind of notice it. Absolutely, yeah. It, it's not stuff you're listening to on your commute, or you know, when you're at a club or something. <laughs> Like to go to a club where they're playing that post rock. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh jeez. Nice. Everybody's just. And I know Preston's always been a big fan of Sigaros and uh, this will destroy you. Explosions in the sky. Which we're going. October yeah, we right. Are. October twelfth. Sigaros. KC. Midland. Yeah, at the Midland. We. Uh, did, you want to go? Did you go with me to see uh, Young the Giant? Uh yeah, I've yeah. S- I've been to Midland a couple times. Yeah yeah, I think we went to go see Young the Giant in Midland, but Sierra uh, Sierra, this whole two set thing is going to be pretty incredible. I think it'll be interesting. Yeah, they're doing two sets. Yeah, what are like what are the sets? I don't know. Are they albums? They're yeah. Not- well, no. Ap- uh, apparently, one. I of hope the- that becomes a thing. Like people coming back and playing whole albums as like live on tour. Yeah, yeah. well, I, you know they're going to play their greatest hits on yeah. on one act, but they've been talking about uh, the way they're releasing music and that they're going to be quote unquote trying new songs out hmm. for this. So I would I would almost imagine that one of these sets is going to be their new album that they're going to be trying out. So, yeah. hmm. Stephen told me he got. Parentheses, the you know the big, the big debut Sigaros album from you, Zach. Uh, but he got it only tracks one through six. So for a long time, for like two years, he didn't know that tracks oh, seven yeah. and eight existed. <laughs> <laughs> and my first response was, "Holy fuck!" But track eight, yeah, I, yeah like those <laughs> last two <laughs> tracks. Yeah, yeah, the pop song, right? No, it's like the really. <laughs> The really big ending, like epic ending, which is Pop Popalinga. Oh, hmm. they didn't have titles though. Yeah, but it's it has pop in the name. Yeah, yeah. Pop, oh, okay. Pop, I thought you were pop describing it as pop. Yeah, and pop, I was no. not pop, not pop. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, this 
gradual crescendo is incredible. Shit's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. It's like, so this is gonna be the like the most boring podcast for anybody <laughs> that hates that hates this kind of music. For Brad. Yeah, sorry for the lack Steven. of jokes here. It is like everybody has to spend work day their days working like fucking typing on a computer. You should just throw on some post rock someday. For real. Just try it out. Yeah. So that's post rock. If you ever want any suggestions on what you might like, talk to me. Yeah. Try to find you, try to find you something. Hit us up. Are we gonna spin the wheel again? Let's do it. Yeah, we can spin the wheel again. <laughs> oh, 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 tech. Oh shit. We're talking about tech. Now's when it gets really interesting. <laughs> Ooh, what, what you got there, Zach? You got a little, uh... Got a little IoT li- device. Little chippy chip, chippy chippy chip chip. The $9 computer. This is a computer. That is a computer, Fuck. Brian. That's a computer. That's this, a computer. And but this is a computer. That is also a computer. What are you going to do with it? I don't know. Should I fire it up? You should fire it up. Just plug in a uh, standard micro USB cable, and, and it'll side load right it into up. something. Does it have Wi-Fi? It does have Wi-Fi, and that's what's incredible about it. So I got I we can bring this full circle to IoT again, if you really want to talk about it. But um, I don't know, dude. I, you're making some AMSR person cream their pants by crinkling that package in front of the mic. <laughs> Oh, that static is so gone. <laughs> the box, the box crinkling. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? I, <laughs> I, I, I kind of want to talk about IoT because it's very important, and it is going to become more and more important uh, in the next few years. Yeah. So, I, you guys know what the Internet of Things is? No. No. I mean, maybe describe what you're talking about. Okay, the, uh, the essential <laughs> definition. Do you of the know internet, what it is? The Internet of Things is connecting uh, common devices <coughs> to the internet in order to make them smart. So, uh, you know, if, if if we're looking here, imagine if Zach's oven had a Wi-Fi chip in it, mm-hmm. and his um, microwave had a Wi-Fi chip in it. It's really anything. That's why it's called the Internet of Things. Okay. So everything has a network connection. My shoes. Your shoes. uh, You actually could have uh, the Internet of Things in your shoes right now, where it will monitor, measure, and control the kind of things in everyday life. Right. You know, the Internet comes to computers, and you can consume, and you can add things to the Internet, but... A lot of the value of it isn't really tangible. It's not physical, right? Yeah. So let's say um, you put a piece of toast in your toaster overnight and you want to wake up to it um, heating up. 
right? Mm -hmm. You want it to wake you up. You want to smell the toast, or you want to smell the bacon. Good band name. (laughs) Smell the toast. Exactly. So, (laughs) long story short, the Internet of Things is connecting everyday devices to the Internet so that you can interact and manage them. Okay. Right. And so it's been fairly prohibitive until now because of the cost. But now everything, everything, everything is going to fucking have a chip in it that can communicate, that you can control. So you're talking, I mean, like, like the nest, you know, like you're talking about the, the, the nest is the tip of the iceberg. Right. But same concept but but yes. for all kinds of appliances. It, it, and things. Exactly. The same thing. Uh, we, the smartphone. I mean, it's something we carry around all the time and it is a connected device. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. We, we, we've got about 8 billion devices that are connected to the internet right now. Yeah. It's expected by 2020, we're going to have over 30 billion devices connected to the internet. Not all of those are going to be phones or computers. They're going to be these stupid, simple appliances that you can interact with. And so it's going to make our everyday lives a lot easier, a lot more efficient, a lot more structured. How do you think that affects things like, I mean, for example, you know, I, I want Netflix, right? Let's mm-hmm. say I want Netflix. I have an Apple TV. I don't need a smart TV. Why do I need a smart TV? Like I, I can access all the apps I need on an Apple TV or my Xbox One. You need it, a smart TV if you, you don't. You don't. Right. You have the better interface for it. Yeah. So Apple TV is a is a competitor to it. Yeah. You know, to it's they're saying we can be a smart TV for any TV, but it's a sign. It should be like you know. But it almost makes everything it doesn't make like sense competition not- with each other, even though they're not the same category of products. So, yeah. like, a TV huh. could be in competition with, like, a Blu-ray player, you know, which, depending on which one you want to be the smart one. I mean, they're probably all smart. They're all smart it, it, right exactly. now. Exactly. Anyway, so and, and, you know, in, in terms of the TV and media perspective, um, you know, pretty much the, the going rate is that smart TVs will do stuff. Of course you can access Netflix. Of yeah. course you can yeah. access Hulu. Of course you can access all of this other stupid shit that they bundled into it. Mm-hmm. That doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be a good experience yeah. for you. You know, it's going to be slow. It's going to be laggy. It's going to be a pain in the ass. Yeah. Uh, whereas with dedicated hardware, which is usually is the case, Mm-hmm. It's going to have a better experience and work right. with more devices. So, uh, you know, there, there's multiple different aspects to bring to any kind of industry, you know, whether it's a smart TV or whether it's a smart thermostat or it's a smart toaster or, what, or whatever. There's always going to be different approaches to it. But the the most important part of it is bringing this kind of stuff into the mainstream. Yeah. And making it easier for making the concept like available to people to try and get used to. And it, it, exactly. You, you've you got to uh, apply it to everyday uses that people have where they can find value mm-hmm. in what it adds to the table. Right. And so the lower costs become the easier it is to interact with these kinds of things. Uh, the more you're going to notice it. Mm-hmm. So, that, that, that's kind of a summarization of the Internet of Things, I believe. Um, but you know, the what, what's going to happen is far-reaching. You know, technology is going to permeate 
every single part of our lives. I've got, I actually kickstarted a smart mattress cover. Huh. And so basically it's a mattress cover. It goes over your mattress and it has a feature where, okay, yeah, it'll heat certain sides of the bed, but also it monitors the movement. And so it can detect how you sleep and it can help you sleep better by showing what your patterns are and what you need to do differently in order to get a better night's sleep. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's a perfect example. And you could think of thousands of examples that you can make something incrementally better, right? Yeah. It's not. It's all about being able to capture that data. Exactly. It's all about the data. Internet of things is all about the data. Yeah. Yeah. What, how many, how much data can we grab? One thing like, uh, that's cool. Like what Facebook, Facebook sort of like started, uh, this, it's, this is going to get like a little bit weird for a second, but it's called GraphQL. I don't know if you've heard of that, but so it's a query language that is self, self descriptive. So like basically what that means is like, if I go and look for something, it will tell me what kind of information it has for me. Mm-hmm. So if I can hit something, so normally you would have to know, like, like with group me, I had to like get all of it and just like dump it all and then look at it and be like, Oh, this is the kind of data that's there. GraphQL is like, you hit it and it's like, Oh, hi, this is the type of information I can get for you. What would you like? Mm-hmm. And I could actually like query specifically, I want to know who's said fuck the most in the last 13 days. And I want to know who has liked all those messages, you know? (laughs) So anyway, like that, that's, that is one of the, I think going to end up being like a big building block to that because like if all this, if all this stuff is out there collecting data and serving it or like posting it somewhere, there has to be a way to interface with it. I think that's one of the new... Yeah, and and you have to be able to extract value out of it, too, right? You know, you can can have a smart mattress that knows every every time you go to bed. What time do you normally go to bed at? Okay, that's cool. But the question is, what can you do with it? And that's what's so important about this, because all of these disparate data points that may or may not have relevance into your life can have an application to it that can make your life incrementally better. And when you add all of these small little enhancements to it, mm-hmm. it, it, it creates something unexpected, right? Yeah. You know, not only is it automated, but it's smart. It understands you better, you know, better yeah. than what you would do yourself. Yeah, well, or yet, yeah, yeah, it can help you understand you better. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's cool. It is cool. Do you think it's cool? I think it's two cool. of us think it's cool. I think it's cool. <laughs> oh man! So we're three for three. I'm thinking that's cool. Uh, yeah, we won't we won't go into the technical details because oh, we already it, did it, our it, Windows 10 bitch fest. <laughs> oh, I added one Steam ID. Are you a five dig, a six dig, or higher? <laughs> How do I even find that out? Yeah, I actually, I, I'm not sure. I loaded Steam for the first time for Half-Life 2. 
like most people did. So I'm not sure exactly what my I'm getting on the Steam app right now is. Oh, you got a Steam ID finder up there, don't you? Yeah. You should be able to see it from your Steam community page. I think I'm a six-dig. I'm in good standing. That's good. I'd just like to point out how far Steam has come. (coughs) Jesus. I remember when Steam was first released, it was in that god-awful green color and they had like five games available for you now they've got more games than any platform could ever hope to have it's awesome they saw the writing on the wall and ran with it oh yeah where do I find this shit and I'm not happy Valve transitioned from a game company into a platform company but I'm happy for them because they're making a hell of a lot more money with Steam than they would ever making Half-Life games. I don't know. I can't find it. I can't find yeah, it. Yeah, I forgot I forgot. I wrote that there, like, late last night. <laughs> oh, fuck it. I have no idea. So, Brad, you have on here. Right, here it is. So, Brad, I hear you're an Android guy. What's that all about? <laughs> Steven said that to me. I said that that should be a topic, and it is a slight misnomer. Hey, Julianne. If you know me. Hey, Julianne. Hey, Julianne. Hello. Okay, okay, good night. night. <laughs> Sleep well. Don't let the bed bugs bite. Sleep tight. tight. Sleep Think well. It, don't it, let the bed, bed bugs, bugs tell. Swell. Swell. Yeah, don't let them swell. D- don't let them cast. What if they had their own podcast? <laughs> the bed bug, bed bug. Sleep fast. Don't let the bed bugs cast. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, Brad, I hear you're an Android guy. I'm not an Android guy. Motherfucker. I'm not. Um, say he's I, an Android guy one more time. Do it. Say what again? <laughs> say what again? Zach's doing the training day. Denzel. Yeah, no, no, no. So I, 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 I added this at the end after the quotes. It was so Brad. I hear an Android guy, or how to throw everything at the wall, <laughs> which is Google's approach to pretty much everything. Just throw it at the wall. Just, just throw it at the wall. It's like, oh, hey, this is See a cool idea. Let's make an app for it. Let's push it. Oh, okay. Oh, that failed. Oh, let's give a, let's fucking pull it. You know who cares. No one's using it anyway, except for a lot of people who are using it. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, it's the same. It, it's the same with thing with Revolve and Nest under Google, but uh, we don't. We don't really need to talk about that. So I, I appreciate Google's approach to it. It is the Linux to Apple's Microsoft, but um, <laughs> I know. think I get it. Yeah. Anyway, it's just it's a mishmash of a operating system, you know, based off of Java. Uh, you know what? Hey, Cage. KJ obviously disagrees with me. Yeah, he's an Android dog. <laughs> he's an Android dog. 
<laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I, I I'm not discrediting Android. I think it's perfectly fine, and competition is healthy, for sure. Yeah. Um, but the ease of use of iOS, the stability of iOS, the apps available on iOS far outweigh the customization that you have on Android. And Shit, so, uh, out. yeah, you know that, that. That's what I'm saying, and I'm not saying that uh, anybody should be an Android or an Apple guy. Choose for yourself. Figure, so, figure out what you would prefer. But I myself am an iOS guy. So for like the two weeks that we, I just had like the podcast hosted on Google Drive, mm. and people were like, were telling me they're like, well, I can't even like close the turn my screen off or the. The audio stops playing and I was so confused and it wasn't until tonight I was just like sitting on my couch and I was like, oh, you can't download a file on an iPhone <laughs> and then like, uh, and then not, like not, open it with whatever not, software not, you want. Not necessarily true. I, I don't know what the people who were complaining's problems were, but I downloaded it just fine and I've been able to stream it. Okay. Just fine. So. Yeah. Anyway. You mean okay. before it was in the RSS feed? Yeah, when I just had it on Google Drive. Yeah. But anyway, I don't just, remember having. Issues I, with it. I don't know. I but, would imagine yeah. I should. But it did. That was a yeah, thing. Well, no, some people did have issues, <laughs> and you know that's a problem, of yeah. course. But. But you can't like download any file and save it and access it, can you? Mm. You you can, but it is app independent. Right. You can, there is not a central file system for you to save things for. And there, there's good reasons and bad. for it. Yeah, there's good and bad to both sides of yeah. that. Um, you know, from the security perspective, from the ease of use perspective, uh, from lot for lots of different reasons. Uh, you know, there's ways that you could use both. But um, me personally, I'm an iOS guy. Good. So yeah, I think that's fun. I like the iPhone. I, there are times that I wish I had an iPhone. I, you know, it is like whenever is, I want to take a picture with my phone, I wish exactly I the, the the hardware on it is bar none. It is incredibly yeah. solid. So, so th- there we go. I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah. Keep jabbering okay, so on about the problems with it, but we talked about personal messaging with privacy earlier. We talked about Windows Ten. We talked about VR. Uh, we talked about Android. Uh, most used apps. Mm, yeah, that might get a little bit tedious. I don't know if that's okay. Better touch tool. I'm, I'm well, better touch tool. Everybody has to talk about. Yeah, because anybody who uses OS ten should be using better touch tool. I'm looking through your your life section here. I want to <laughs> go back to that. So you you mentioned this. This is funny because. Uh, Okay, I'll, I'll read what you have here. You said, the longer you're alive, the smaller a year becomes in relation to your entire life as a whole. Oh, and yeah. No, but that's funny because I had a coworker who um, I would tell her, <laughs> I calculated how what percentage of her life to d- the current day was. Mm. <laughs> and it was smaller, you know, every day, like... And uh, yeah, that's it's incredible. I just pretended to be like a super pessimistic, like <laughs> glass half empty kind of guy, yeah, and just yeah. said said shit like that. And you know, every today, day you live is more worthless than the last, <laughs> right? She changed apartments. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> 
she uh, she changed apartments and she she works in the department that Austin works in now actually. But I was talking to her today. She was she just had a kid that is now six months old. She said, "Hey, my daughter's six months old today," and I said, "Oh, so she's like on this percentage of her life." <laughs> You're like, so like 0.5%. Like, yeah, so today is like 10, you know, whatever percent of her life. And she was just like, God, fucking asshole. It's true. Yeah. yeah. Every day means less. It has less weight than the day before. Yeah. Yeah, it's, incre- it, it, it's incredible. So you should I, give I, less fucks. And, yeah, and time has gone faster yeah. since college, I feel, you know. Days have turned into months. Months have turned into years. And the weeks <laughs> become the months, become the years. So did you learn more in college than you did after college? Or no? No. <laughs> I agree with that wholeheartedly. No. I would almost argue I learned more outside of college, during college, and after college than I ever did in college. Yeah. I, I, I love the structure and the format that college brought to understanding different kinds of concepts, but actually bringing them into real world situations is the most critical aspect of learning. Yeah. You know, it's applying the things you've learned and looking at the kinds of reactions you get and the solutions that you find from implementing what you've learned. So I, you know, I, I have learned so much since I, graduated college it's just yeah. it's just uh, incredible and you know the internet in no small part is the reason why i've learned so much because yeah. I, I mean what do you want to know what do you want to know it doesn't matter what you want to know in less than five seconds you can find something that will tell you about the subject you're looking for. Yeah. I, I think the internet is a game changer in terms of education. Um, it, it, it doesn't bring the structure, but if you know the structure, um, you know, the internet is uh, by and large the biggest tool you could ever have in your life for learning anything you want to know. Yeah, there's no more debate about facts. Well, so you. Oh, think, no. But oh, the- no. You can't, you can't deny something. That is not true. Yeah, except people still do. People still do. It's a learning process. And, of course, uh, politics and the government are about 10 years behind society. So, you know, it'll happen. But, you know, truth, truth is becoming a commodity. So there's going to be a harder and harder time for people to justify their beliefs. Yeah. When the facts contradict it, <laughs> if someone, <laughs> yeah. you know, if someone can prove you wrong <laughs> in less than 10 seconds, then the platform that you're arguing things like for you're out of water becomes pretty shallow. Like fact yes. checking. It you're out of corn. <laughs> yeah. Live fact checking during debates. Yeah. Why doesn't that? Why is that, that a thing? Uh, yeah. And I mean, I don't, I don't want to get back into politics just yet, <laughs> but. Um, I, I, facts are important, and of what kind of a side tangent? What, the thing that I think would change politics the most would be if people could vote from their phones. Yeah, I think that is yeah. one of the most important things that we need to do in politics is to make voting 
easier. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you could be. you could scream about the problems with that all day long about you know well is this a is this a real like native voter fraud? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, can these people vote? Should you know? Are they allowed to vote? But you know, th- those are technicalities. Once you figure that out, which is not difficult to do yeah. with technology, you can give everyone a vote. Yeah. And whether that's a good thing or not, who gives a fuck? It doesn't matter. That is the point of democracy is that everyone has a vote. Yeah. You know, I don't care if there's a bum living in a ditch. Yeah. He has the exact same right as I do. Yeah. To vote for someone. Whether it's a good idea that he votes or not, he has a right to do it. Yeah. And it is our duty as Americans to uphold that right. Yeah. And... Uh, you know, trying to stop people from voting is very anti-American. Yeah, all these voter ID laws that are coming. We got to get rid of the electoral college too. Mm. Well, that's what you're saying, right? Like your p- vote should count as one vote. I, I, it, it's a gray area. You know, pol- politics is not black and white. Yeah. I, I, I could easily say yes, it should be a direct democracy. Yeah. Just like some other countries, but when you give that right to individual people as a whole, it can become problematic. And that that that's occurred throughout history when you have direct democracy, but delegates and other things, they're a, a fix for the broken parts of the system yeah. of direct democracy. It undermines the aspect of it, but it's required nonetheless. So while I hate the idea that we need superdelegates, that we need these kinds of systems that balance what a single um, populist vote would be, I can understand the necessity of it, right? Hmm. Yeah. So, I, but there, there's advances to be had on every side. Yeah, you know, it it doesn't matter if it's it's getting more voters out there to where they can vote on their phones, or whether it's creating delegates that understand the kind of technology and social environment that we're living in. Yeah, there's always progress to be made. There's not a a, a single set of rules that should be applied to this. Yeah, that's why we have. Amendments and like, yeah, the way to like make things like exactly. And, and, and people treat amendments as if they're set in stone, oh, they can never change. There's, there's no way they should ever change. They were changes in the outset of yeah. this thing. The reason for the amendments is they there. were changing the constitution. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, that that kind of idea falls flat on his face, but yeah. um, no, I, I, I completely understand what you're saying. Huh. So you have on here, let's talk about the podcast. Ooh. Ooh, are we going to talk about the podcast? Sure. This we're podcast? The, yeah. All podcasts? We're, we're on this podcast. <laughs> no, I, I, the, the biggest thing I've heard about this podcast, one of the things that makes it great, is the guest-driven content. Yeah. I feel every, like every time we have a guest on, we try to talk about, obviously, something that the guest is interested in, which yeah. for you is tech and politics. 
and wine and post rock. Post rock, yeah. And so, post rock, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. it's not it's not all shits and giggles, yeah. but you know, I enjoy this kind of stuff and I would like to share it with other people in hopes that they can appreciate it as well. Yeah. yeah. We don't want we don't want the guests to come on here and just like stare at us until we ask them something or say something to them. <laughs> we want to stare at you until you ask us or <laughs> say something to us. So yeah, I guess that's that's kind of how we've been uh, going about the guest-driven content. Yeah, no, I, I absolutely love the foundation of this podcast. And I, I, I was requested for the second point is that we uh, we, we should go ahead and post these on the... Uh, oh, these docs, yeah. Yeah, the Brumble, well, the Brumblecast site. Yeah. We should post the podcast and the show notes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how many people have made show notes. Everybody. Now, some of them are complete. I mean, they're all they're all completely different. Of course. And they've all ended up differently. You know, sometimes we go through the whole list. Sometimes we don't even touch the list. Yeah. We've talked about two things on the list. Yeah, but I I, I think it's an interesting addition. Yeah. That we that we could bring to this to yeah. uh, educate our listeners even more. Yeah, I, Zach showed me earlier. Somebody wrote a review uh, on the podcast. What seriously? <laughs> I think it was Thomas. in the Apple Store. It was, yeah, oh. it's got to be just a you know, it's one of us. I'm trying to remember what it said. It, it said, it said like this is the best driven content, best driven content on the internet. Or something. <laughs> I think Zach's looking it up. <laughs> yeah, by Tony Tony Twist is peaking. Best guest driven content on the interwebs. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, that's I kind of hope it's a complete stranger, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Like, I mean, what? What if dozens of people are listening <laughs> to this that have no idea who we are? If this somehow what? made it into like someone's podcast routine, <laughs> just one person, yeah, that'd be it'd be great. I call it a success. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, put methods of communication you have as a bullet. Um, methods of community. I think we just kind of proved that on that podcast here. We brought in uh, some guests. Yeah. Uh, Graves and Pope. Yeah, we can get a. So, yeah. And yeah, the, we can do remote. The, we can do live. Yeah, the, the, the Keenan and Thomas podcast uh, was remarkably good. Yeah, it worked out. Yeah, I'm shocked nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that that remote connection was, was pretty solid. Yeah, that's so why I, we got to do it later in the evening. Because yeah. between like. 4 p.m. and 7 p.m. My, I can't internet. No, it just stops. You know. Yeah. Um, multi-guest topic casts. Now, yeah, no, there's this something. Come up. There's something to ponder. Yeah. Uh, well, you like Keenan and Thomas. Well, yeah, we. Are we, we talking about like where you and Shane just debate politics? Exactly. That was kind. Of, that's kind of what I was getting at. Is that uh, you know we get people with different. I don't know. Your dogs are going ape shit. I'm gonna go check. Hold on. You guys keep talking. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, but yeah, you know, people have different opinions. And if we wanted to make a different kind of show that people could argue about different topics on, yeah, I think it'd be interesting. Do you have any examples that you kind of thought of ahead of time? or? 
<laughs> examples. Um, yeah, like who would you? Who would you? Well, I mean, you, you brought time. it up right there, like me and Shane <laughs> on politics. That would be uh, that would be a shit show right there. That would be a shit show. That would be a shit show for sure. Gosh, and then you have a uh, more Austin porn voice. <laughs> of course, I I I gotta say, every single time I hear the intro or the outro. <laughs> I literally crack up laughing. Good. So you're, it, you're not getting tired of it, so we don't need to. Oh no, it yet. no, I'm not, I'm I'm not tired of that at all. In fact, I want more of it. I think um, you know if, if this becomes more of a a section based podcast, that we can make different voices for each kind of section. <laughs> you know, Austin could announce the topic <laughs> in the porn voice. Yeah, <laughs> and then we can go on to it. I, all I'm saying is that I think this podcast needs more porn voice. Well, yeah, I think that's it's definitely a necessity. Yeah, I mean, it's, I, an, I, it's an identity. Exactly. I, I, I want to make this podcast great again, <laughs> and the only way that's going to happen is if we build on the porn voice on the porn voice, <laughs> and our, we make the Mexicans stone. pay for it. <laughs> We make Austin pay for it. <laughs> Austin will do the porn voice, and he will pay for it. <laughs> He's going to be begging us. He's going to be begging us to do the porn voice. I feel voice. so much better after peeing. We're going to have the best Good. porn voice. I'm going to go do that. Oh, you got to be fucking me. <laughs> I got to pee, too. Can you pee for me? You, you can go pee if you want. Yeah, I can pause. That, that's going to leave you up here. We did that in the middle of the worms episode. When you it, did? Yeah, when it cut out, you know, like it did earlier for us. I don't think I noticed. Yeah, because we just stopped talking. We were like, remember what we were talking about? We're all going to go pee and then come back and then hit play. Yeah. And then we just kept, we just kept up with the conversation we were having. <laughs> I, don't, I honestly don't remember where it was either. I think it was in the middle of the... Really? Of the uh, tattoo story, but which was like <laughs> an hour and a half long. But anyway... Um, Oh, Night Shift and Flux. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Do we want to talk about that? Sorry, I was just trying I, to see I, I know Steven yet. is always the naysayer on that. Uh, and there, I've got in, it running right now, I think. In his defense, um, there were some recent articles out talking about the scientific effects of Night Shift and Flux and how they weren't as effective as yeah. people say they are. Which I'm okay with. I understand that. It's entirely possible. But that doesn't mean that there isn't an effect, period. If you're going to be on your phone before you go to sleep in bed, you shouldn't be on your phone before you go to bed. You shouldn't watch TV when you go to bed. You shouldn't have any kind of screens near your eyes when you try to go to bed. But I want them in my eyelids. You're going to do it anyway. Exactly. It's not going to happen. And so it's about reducing the problem, right? Yeah. I want to get a good night's sleep. I know I'm not going to get a good night's sleep if I sit and stare at my phone for an hour before I go to sleep. But if I've got night shift or flux on my phone and I look at it, maybe, just maybe. It'll help a little. It'll help a little. I get (laughs) 30 minutes more of good sleep. <laughs> and that's all that matters. Yeah. That's all that matters. You know what so. I have found? So just like on the topic of sleeping better has been the, the best thing. 
cold showers. Really? Yes. I heard this on, uh, uh, or I heard, uh, the I, Wim Hof. Have you heard of that guy? W-I-M is his first name. I don't think so. H-O-F is his last name. He's the Iceman. But he's like, he's a, he's a badass. Hold on. I use showers to sleep sometimes. Like if I wake up super early and I can't get back to sleep, like on a weekend and I want to sleep in. Uh, sometimes yeah. I take a shower and I just get back in bed and I'll sleep until like 11. <laughs> it's You're like, good. yeah, I've, so, I've done my one thing for the so day. Go- yeah. <laughs> Google Wim Hof. He has like this method, but like he's, he's a lot, he does a lot of like, like he has, he's a world record holder for like being in an ice bath, which is like, he does a lot of like hokey shit to get himself. Whoa. You're, you're still plugged. Okay. Get himself attention. But he talks a lot about, like, the science of it. So he, like, he actually does the crazy shit, but he, like, lets doctors, like, look at him. Uh Uh-huh. He he climbed Everest in shorts. The fuck? Yeah. Does he have, like, that thing where he can't feel pain or, like, sensitivity to temperature? No. He doesn't have anything special about him except he has, he's, like... Really good at meditation, and he just trains. Okay. So he and he says anybody can do this, and he's like taught people, yeah, how to do this. But he he basically just says like, if you do like thirty seconds of a really like really cold shower, so like at the end of your shower or normal shower or whatever, just like make it cold for like thirty seconds and try to like train yourself to like. Still be able to like, because when you when you get really cold, you like start to breathe really like yeah. light. But if you can train yourself to like take in really deep breaths, it changes the chemistry of your body. Basically, it, like like ionizes, I guess. I don't know. He talks about it like at, like gets out more or less alkali in your bloodstream, and it teaches like like he does a lot of like breathing techniques and stuff too. Like taking like thirty five really deep breaths where you just go. Like yeah. all the way in, all the way out, and you do that, and then you do like you let the last one out, and you do push-ups, dude, and you do that, and then like you take a cold shower, and you feel like you could fucking like punch through a wall, because your body like your body goes into a mode of like like survival almost, yeah. and it's like not adrenaline, it's just like the chemistry in your blood is sort of like hmm. kind of changing, yeah, and he. Uh, like seriously, just like look up Wim Hof, watch his Vice documentaries. Like he's he's done like three different things on for Vice. Like read about it. He sound it sounds crazy, and I'm still not sure that it's not just crazy. But <laughs> I do know he was like they were like. So what's like one quick thing someone can do? Like well, if you ever trouble sleeping, take like 30 seconds of a cold shower, and you will sleep like a fucking baby. And I did. Like I was having some trouble sleeping, huh. and I did that, and I was like, holy shit. Like you just, yeah. I just fell right asleep. Yeah, I don't know what it is about showers that, like... Yeah. I don't shower at night. I shower in the morning. What about mm-hmm. you guys? Do you guys shower in the morning? I'm shower a morning, morning shower. I shower in the morning. I gotta wake the fuck up. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, it would... But I feel like if I showered at night and just had, like, awesome sleep, it'd be even harder to get up in the morning. Oh. I don't know. I don't know. I think everybody should just try taking a cold shower. <laughs> That's all. I just feel like I feel better after I take a cold shower. Cold shower. So do you take a cold shower every night? Uh, not every night, but 
maybe three nights a week. And it's not like I take like an, my whole shower cold, but like for 30 seconds. Did you take a cold shower last week when you were shit face drunk after the podcast? <laughs> no. I didn't do anything. I just <laughs> felt awful. It might have helped. I tried to drink as much water as I possibly could. Yeah. I definitely, I do that more often when I'm hungover. Like, drink water? No, no, no. When or I shower? I'm, yeah, I shower. Oh, like, yeah. Because I always wake up super early when I'm hungover and I'm like, I can't mm. get up now. Like, I have to sleep more. <laughs> so I do the shower thing. And then, yeah, then you're like, oh, fuck, I gotta be at work. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I try not, try not to be hungover at work. Those are, those are just, I can't do that anymore. It's too miserable. Yeah. It is pretty miserable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like even nights like this is, is kind of risking it. <laughs> <laughs> and thankfully I haven't encountered that like you have, but yeah, last week was terrible. Yeah. It was fun and it was worth it, <laughs> it was worth but it, it was like, <laughs> God, that first, like until I like until lunch, I was just like worthless. Not good, <laughs> but Gosh. yeah. Uh, anyway, Wim Hof, cold showers, cold training. I, I, I think it might be crazy, but it might also not be. So I don't know. So, I'll give it a uh, whirl. Yeah. It's just like, do, if you do like his, if you just look on YouTube, like do it, do a breathing exercise with him. Yeah. And then do the push ups with him. You, f- you seriously just feel like you feel really lightheaded, but you're, you're like, you like feel awesome. You feel like you might pass out, but you won't pass out. Because your like body has so much oxygen in it yeah. that it like won't pass, like couldn't pass out. Wow! Yeah. And then, like, it's also how like deep divers train. You know, like I've always been oh, really yeah. fascinated by those guys that can and, and girls that can just like stay underwater for like five six minutes. Like that guy that went down on the bottom of Dean's Blue Hole in the they Bahamas. Just, they just get the bends. Well, they, you can't get the bends if you're not if you're not breathing oxygen. You only yeah. get the bends he had if you're a cold shower. Oh, yeah. You only get the. Did you know that though? Like you can't. You cannot get the bends if you're just holding your breath. No, you, it's true. Huh. True story. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Deep deep diving is like probably one of the fucking craziest sports. Okay. Uh, I feel like we need more games. Let's find another oh, game. Oh, we we've got a few. Uh, we got another a, game. We got a few good games left. Milford Gilf. <laughs> we can play Milford Gilf. Do you guys want to play Milford Gilf? How do you okay. play Milford Gilf? Yeah. Wow. We've got a list of lovely ladies here, and we've got to determine: are they a milf? Oh, so whether or not they have a granddaughter, basically. <laughs> a grandchild. Exactly. Who's a MILF and who's a GILF? Okay, let's do it. All right. Can any of them any of them be neither? No. Okay. No. Okay. So, oh, I, 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 yeah, I, I mean, it's going to be pretty easy, but I, I think we can all agree on the ILF part of this quiz here. <laughs> Didn't you have Blilf on here in like an I did. I, draft? I, I, what the I started fuck was out. That? I started out with Blilf. I, I wanted to throw people in who haven't had kids. Oh, okay. and, and, and so that's what Blilf originated from. Was what is babyless? I'd like to fuck. 
But while, while it rhymed with MILF, it didn't really make sense. Did you make up this blilf? Oh, I made up blilf. Okay. Yeah, of course. Of course. So. Should we see how many times blilf has appeared in Groovy? <laughs> I guarantee you zero. It'll be like 20 after this week. Yeah. B-L-I-L-F. Blilf. A baby. Uh, hey, are there are there any uh, any gifts you want to ship to somebody who first says Blilf in the in the group me group? Any kind of gifts? Yeah. No. Yeah. Like a gift, like like Keenan did. You know, he sent headphones to the first person who said. Yeah, he didn't wires. say Jeff. He said. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I'll Amazon Prime something to the first person who says Blilf <laughs> in the pod. Nice. <laughs> I like okay, it. So I won't name this episode Blilf. Though. Yeah, don't. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. So, because we are three di- three hours and ten minutes in, which yeah, is a so pretty good any, threshold. Yeah, anybody, wow. who, anybody who makes it this far and hears I, Blilf and knows that they need to post it to receive this generous. Yeah, gift. I mean, I mean, first off, congratulations for <laughs> getting this. You stuck far. through post rock, politics, tech. What else? A whole bunch of other shit. A whole bunch wine. of other shit. So, <laughs> Blilf. That so, is your ticket. Yeah, there, there, there's your ticket here, but we're not talking about bluffs. Yeah. We're talking about milfs, milfs and gilfs. Gilfs. <laughs> so I, I guess I know the answer to all of these. Obviously. So you'll ask us. So, okay. Let's do it. <laughs> I'll ask you guys, and we'll we'll, we'll start off with a <laughs> with a slow pitch here. Uh, Mila Kunis. Milf. 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 Yeah, of course, yeah. of course. Uh, Helen Mirren. Gilf. Gilf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's got great babies. <laughs> it sounded like you said she has great babies. <laughs> well, well, yeah, she obviously had no, great grand. babies. No, grand. Not great. Yeah. So, uh, Blake Same Lively, word. married to Ryan Reynolds. Milf. Do you think she's had Milf. any kids? I think she has. She's recently had kids. Yeah. So, she is officially a MILF now. <laughs> she was a blilf, but now she's a MILF. <laughs> she cleaned that right up. Great, great, great. Okay, yeah, Chris Jenner. Um, Gilf. 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 All right. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah, yeah. You guys are right. She's she's Gilf. She was she popped out. Uh, what was her fuck? I can't even remember her name. Kylie. Well, Kylie, all the K's, whoever the fuck they are. Kim. She's hot. She's still hotter than all of them. I contend. But um, really. Yeah. You're kind of a gilf guy, though. Wow. <laughs> nah, yeah. <laughs> so here, here we go. The, this one actually surprised me that she even got on the list. Uh, Kate Beckinsale. Uh, the fact that it surprised you leads me to milf? believe that it's a gilf. Milf? She's not young. She's like... She's not that old, either. Yeah, she's like, what, 40-something? Yeah. Milf? I'll go milf. milf. Yeah. You said yeah. gilf. Well, I changed it after we talked about the age. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, Kate Beckinsale's pop one out. Yeah. So, <laughs> next up, Melania Trump. We can assume that all of them have popped one out because they're either a MILF <laughs> or a GILF. Yeah, the right? question is... Has the one they popped out popped out? Exactly. Okay. <laughs> where, where does the popping end? It may never just like the peaking. Melania Trump, Donald Trump's wife. Gilf. Think she is a gilf? Uh, I'm going to go for the surprise say she's just a milf. 
This is a trick question. Okay. She is a MILF. Okay. But she is a step in GILF. <laughs> step GILF? Tra- Donald has had kids who have had kids with his ex wife. Ah. Uh. So, while technically not a GILF, I'm going to give it to her. Okay. I'll give it to her. I'm gonna take. Okay. T- I'm just gonna take the elf off of her. <laughs> so yeah, we got her. Um, oh, Let me well, just uh, double check. This is an easy one. Uh, Jane Fonda. Gilf. Gilf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Getting that <laughs> gilf action. Jessica Alba. Milf. Milf. Yeah. She. Uh, she had a kid. Can you believe that? Yeah, I mean she's not. She's on this list, so yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I kind of. You should have thrown in some neither's. I should have. You should have thrown in some curveballs. Some plilfs. I should. Some oh, bulfs. actually, you know what? They I have lied. a name now, I, bro. I, 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 I lied. There is one. There, there there's is a blilf one. on here. No, no, no. Well, yes, yes, a blilf. Um. Okay. So next one, and, and yeah, this this is a good one. Mary Steenburgen. I don't even know uh, who that is. Okay, the, well, she's in Last she, Man on Earth. She is. She's she's the lady on Mass. She's the old, lady, the old oh, lady. Oh, like uh, Will Ferrell's mom and stepbrothers. Yes. 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 Her. And the love, and Doc's love interest from Back to the Future Three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that is I, her. I mean, can you blame Doc? <laughs> yeah. Is she is she a gilf? She's straight up. She gilfing. might be the first actual straight up gilf on this list. The yeah, actual she, yeah. she, she's gilfing. She's okay. gilfing. All right. Yeah. I, I and and this next one is kind of out there. Sarah Palin. Gilf, obviously. Yeah. Because her daughter. Yeah. I I mean that that's kind of a special case because her daughters had like three fucking children out of wedlock. Yeah, you know, really, really preaching those Christian Palin values. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's who we all strive to be. Exactly. Jessica Lang. Lang. Jessica Lange, Yeah. What what's wrong, bro? She's um nothing. Uh, I'm gonna go Gilf on on. Uh, I'm gonna go Gilf on Jessica Lang. You're correct. Nice. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Jessica Lange. I mean, I I gotta give her a prop. She's she's looking good for being that old. She's How old is ma- she? Seventies? No, I don't know. I actually did not look up their ages in this because age really doesn't matter. In is she the mom in Hot Rod? No. You sure? No. Well, Zach, can we get a little Google search in here? A little clicky clack. Oh, she's not. No? No. Uh, oh, I'm thinking Sissy Spacek. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Um, Man, she's in Big Fish, which is such a good movie. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm just going to post a confession right here on the podcast. Uh-oh. I've never seen Big Fish. Oh, you should. I've seen a you lot should. of movies. I've seen a lot of movies. You gotta. But I've not seen Big Fish. I would like to. Rec- I would like you to see that. I would I, say it's Tim Burton's best effort. I will attempt to download it. See what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> give it a whirl there. G- give it. Give it the old college try there. T 
Tina Fey. I'm going to go MILF. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, man, that was an easy Robin one. Robin Wright. Yeah. Gilf. Yeah. Gilf? Wrong O. I'm going to say MILF. Wrong? Yeah, Wrong O. There's, there's, our, there's our exception here. She hasn't had any kids. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. I so. actually, that doesn't, that doesn't fucking surprise me. Well, uh, yeah. yeah. Like I mean, being I, married to like Sean Penn, like their whole free spirit, like, yeah, hey, stop hassling me, man. <laughs> like that kind of <laughs> society's not going to tell me to have kids like that whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll give it to her. Yeah. Uh, Patricia Heaton. That's a uh, fucking to... everybody loves Raymond, right? Yeah. Raymond's wife. Think her kids uh, popped out a kid? Yes, they have. <laughs> yeah. True, true story. Olivia Wilde. I'm going milf. Yeah, yeah, same. Oh, that that one just still blows my mind. Is that she is? It blows my mind that she's married to fucking Jason Sudeikis. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that lucky oh, motherfucker. I, mean, I that's just a testament to Jason right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I gotta give him credit. He's so a funny yeah, guy. Yeah. It, it blows my mind because she's in she's in vinyl. And I have not caught up yet. Yeah, well, in episode six, she shows uh, T and B and little uh, Ted's and Bush. But <laughs> I, I mean, it, you couldn't tell from looking at her that she's popped one out. So nice, you. Yeah. So th- there we go. That, uh, that that's a good that, game. That that concludes this uh, <laughs> week's game called Milford Gill. <laughs> Or blue. Or blue. What's the uh, what's in your bag game? Oh, the what's game? in your bag? Zach, do you have your bag? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to get just like completely we, we, shattered. We can play that. This game isn't going to be very long. I don't have a fucking bag, so. Hey, you don't carry your bag, huh? No. What, do what I the hell is that? This. <laughs> this right here, in case you were asking. I was. <laughs> is a luggage scale. <laughs> So we're actually going to be able to measure how much each of our bags weigh. Mine's not even okay. So, so sometimes I carry two MacBook Pros. Right now, I just have one in because one's okay. So yeah, not not really a fair comparison, but But I will. But it's not often. It's like two or three days a week. I have to like. No, no, you don't have to do anything. Just pull it up. So we're weighing bags on the podcast. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Eleven point six. It's not bad. Not yes. bad. <laughs> Thank you. Brian only weighs his cock, which is like. But I think my laptop half an ounce. I think my lap. Every day is a workout when you. Your laptop's not even in your bag right now, Brad. Oh yeah, my laptop isn't in my bag. Okay, so it's. But even. your second laptop isn't right. in your bag either, so I think it evens out here. So let's take a look at this. This your is your headphone case is still on the ground. <laughs> there we go. We're looking at uh eleven point six. Whoa. Eleven point six. Interesting. Jesus. That was closer than I thought. But you Yours are like bag buddies. Your daily your daily bag does have your laptop in it. Mine has a laptop in it right now. Mm. My work one. And I don't often carry that one. So okay. I'd say you got me by three pounds. All right. Yeah, or whatever. I yeah, I mean, I just like you definitely have more s- stuff in there. I've got a lot of shit. Mine is there. mainly like I have like four notebooks, a laptop. I have my DS in there. Really? Yeah, and three phone chargers. 
Shit. Like, I mean, I, I could live out of this bag for, for the rest of my life if everything else. You have a toothbrush I, in there? Yeah, no. Just scrub it with a toothbrush. Yeah, well, well tooth, toothbrush aside, if everything else in my life burned down and I had this bag. If you were Shane? I would be okay. Yeah. Exactly. Do you have the internet in there? I do. Good. I, I have internet in the bag. Do you have the internet on your phone? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, you have it. I've always been very interested in your bag. It's, I, it's quite a bag. It's a bag, all right. What, what, what would be the most surprising thing for us to find out that you have in that bag? The most surprising I was surprised thing? about the luggage scale, but now I realize. Besides. Well, the luggage scale I just brought for the game. Um, the most the surprising beats. thing, I mean, I got cables, batteries, laptops, iPads, all sorts of shit in there. I think maybe the most interesting was I have a Tide stick in there for whenever you uh, drop shit on your shirt spill wine on your shirt exactly right that's yeah. handy yeah so that would that would be the most <laughs> gotta look good for those blilfs you know yeah i remember brad it was like when, when i first we first moved into the huntington house and you showed up and we were in a land or something or maybe it was even the mccann house and I was like, oh, man, I don't have enough Ethernet cable. And you're like, hold on. And you just walked out to your car, and you grabbed a box of Ethernet. <laughs> and you're just, like, walking and carrying it. And I was like, you had that in your car? And you're like, yeah, that's how I get the ladies. <laughs> crimped, like, man. 10 Ethernet cables. Yeah, I mean, the ladies fucking love the crimp. Oh, this is this should be this should be a standard question, but what's the uh, Ethernet crimp pattern? Standard. White, orange, orange, white, blue, green, white, green, blue, white, orange, white, brown, brown. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. I, I've known that for a long white time. Orange, I, orange, I have. White, green, blue, blue, white, blue, green, brown, white, brown. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I've, I've crimped my fair orange, white, orange. Ethernet cables. Green, white, blue, blue, white, green, brown, white, brown. Yeah. yeah that's what it is. Yeah. But as <laughs> Matt McCory says. It's all ones and zeros. Yeah. Yeah. Either do or you don't. Yeah. You get down to it. It's all ones and zeros. Yeah. <laughs> it's on or it's off. <laughs> it is. That's all computers care about. Is it on or is it off? Yeah. When you drill down to the basics of everything. And you throw energy to tell it whether it's on or off. That's why batteries are so important. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So there we go. How long you guys want to grind this thing out? <laughs> I mean, I, 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 don't, I don't care. <laughs> I, I, I think we've covered quite yeah. the range of we did. shit yeah, here. Yeah. This is dense. Yeah, I mean, people are either going to love this or they're going to fucking hate it. <laughs> this is like our Kid A. <laughs> yeah, this is the Kid A of Brumblecast. <laughs> this is our post-rock debut. Yeah. Um, how's that DVT? It's pretty DVT. I currently don't have it. Hell yeah. Which I hope I will never have it again. Yeah, that doesn't sound good. But uh, we, we can kind of explain that. I, I, I would like to hear. We can explain what DBT is. For those not in the know, DBT is deep vein thrombosis. 
which is when a clot forms in your blood system and stops the rest from moving through. Shit. Not not a not a good time. I'll so take more deep breaths. Yeah, exactly. Cold showers. So I got dealt a bad hand. I was born four weeks premature, I think. So my inferior vena cava, one of the main veins in the body, was not formed all the way. And so going through the smaller actual vena cava, it had to go through different veins to circulate through my body, right? Hmm. So smaller veins... Tighter quarters, if there's any kind of variation in the thickness of my blood, it's a lot easier for me to get blood clots, right? And so I found this out uh, the hard way in 2009, I think. It, it, it was a while back. So I was just uh, doing Right after spring break 09? It was was after spring break 09, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, you know, I was just doing my shit. And then one day, my legs started growing. <laughs> not, not of my own, not of my own volition here. Um, so they started puffing up. And I, I swear to God, twice the size. Yeah. It, it was insane. I had no idea what was going on. And I went to the chiropractor <laughs> and I was like, the heck's going on? Are my muscles acting up or something? They're like, you need to go to the fucking ER. <laughs> and so I went to the ER, and long story short, um, I have blood clots in my legs. Shit. And so they had to uh, clot bust, stick a n- needle inside of me and, and bust that shit up. Yeah. So, but the problem is that was, um, that, that, that was a symptom there uh, you know we didn't realize that the the vascular system that i have is smaller than usual so uh again long story short i'm on blood thinners the rest of my life right yeah my blood is very thin so it can't clot nice so which it has its pros and its cons uh during the summer it's not too bad because my blood's thin, I'm naturally cold. Mm-hmm. Um, feels pretty nice in the summer. Are you cold right now? I'm cold. Really? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. my my feet are freezing. Oh, shit. Yeah, they're they're actually freezing. I opened this window and I was like, oh yeah, I forget. I always forget about breads. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no, no. It's it, it's it's not too bad right now. Oh, okay. But uh, generally, my, yeah, generally my temperature threshold is a lot lower than others. So, um, that, that, that's kind of the story there. Nice. Um, yeah, I got. Yeah, you're say, like an episode of House, right? I, I am, <laughs> I am, and it was not lupus. <laughs> <laughs> but Olivia Wilde was involved. I wish. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> well, that's good that you haven't had any clotting since. Yeah, you had no, it one well, other I, time, right? I did. I I had it one other time after I was diagnosed, and that was uh, that was. A whole different kind of issue, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's all it's all regulated now. I've got super thin blood. Nothing, nothing gives them any problems. But if I uh, get shot or stabbed, <laughs> I'll bleed for. a lot. I, I'm done for. You better get me to the hospital pretty fucking fast. Well, what's your blood type? My blood type is AB. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, so I'm the one that can receive anything, but can't yeah. give anything. <laughs> yeah, typical. I got, right? I got that O, o pause. Oh, yeah, that O pause. I'm that O neg. <laughs> so I can give it to anybody. So, <laughs> cool. So I, I could, I could just, I'd cut myself right now, and I wouldn't have any problem. You could just give me your blood. Right? Yeah, I just cut myself. No, no problem. Be, yeah. No problem. Be blood brothers. Yeah. Just drink <laughs> the blood, right? That's how it gets back yeah. in. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know who I'd turn into if I had <laughs> Zach Lampert blood in me. You'd just break everything. <laughs> and eat yep. a lot of chips. You'd have a thirst for chips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, what if, it, what if it is a virus, Zach? What if you have a chip virus? Yeah, if I ever stop eating chips, I just, like, turn into a chip. <laughs> I have one last, one last question. Okay. Are you going to play golf with us this weekend? Or ever again? <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. maybe. Where, where are you guys playing? Probably Horton. A little Horty Hort? Yeah, yeah, get our Hort on. I, yeah, I could get my Hort on. I still have your club cover. Do you? <laughs> yeah, I use it. <laughs> God damn it, I was missing that. I was cleaning I wanted, my I wanted, clubs the other day, and I was like, where the fuck is Bullshit. I want another golf day where it's like a big group, you know, Zach, me, yeah, Austin, yeah. Brad, and we just get hammered. <laughs> and Matt, now that he can play. <laughs> the yeah. last time the last time we played was just incredible. That, yeah. that slow motion dollar grab <laughs> was <laughs> fucking incredible. So good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think this was pretty solid. Yeah. It's good, good stuff. Thanks for uh, doing this, Brad. Yeah. And preparing and being uber prepared. Yeah, I, I uber prepared. We uber podcasted. And you want to do it again sometime? I could I maybe, could do it again sometime. Maybe at some point we could come up with like a spinoff and do something. I don't know. Man, a lot of everybody that's done this has been like, I want to do this like every week. Yeah. yeah what what if so. we had a podcast that discussed the podcast. Yeah, we could get some reaction vids, put them up on YouTube. Get no, we some can't ad- afford that lawsuit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Fine Brothers are gonna. Yeah, they're gonna come after us if we if we do reaction videos. It's like, oh my god, did he really say that on the podcast? Yeah, I are can't you? Fucking uh, believe that. Are you happy you spent your birthday this way? I'm very happy. I, I, I'm glad I got to spend it with you guys. It was very enjoyable. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Should we eat a cake or something? <laughs> okay. Like a whole cake? I don't have any cake. Hello, yeah. yeah. Well, hey, hey yeah, we can, we can cheers to it. We'll call it our cake. Yeah, here's the cake. <laughs> cheers. <laughs>